We need to sort it out. Oh, don't we? What's up, singing man? I don't know. I just feel like in the mood for singing because it's nearly Christmas and all that. It's nearly Christmas. Uh, Ginny. Yes. Can I just double check? Date of shows. We're just doing them on the Sundays as normal in the end, weren't we? Yes, but one... um, uh, yeah, but one Duke won't be here, so if Duke doesn't mind that's recording sort of like a Christmas message, that's right. Sort of that's for the twenty eighth, isn't it? Something sure. about Christmas, Duke, or something about this Christmas, or just a message yeah. to people. Something you want to leave, and then send it to Stu, and then we'll play it on the show. Yeah, yeah. that's good. Sounds good. Um, so, are we kind of ready then? Are you uh, all ready? No, not yet, really. Um, we are on Twitch now. Okay. So if you want to say hello Twitch. to the people in Twitch pre-show, Stu. This oh, okay, hello. Hello, people in Twitchland. People. Let's see what they say. Let's, just, let's interact with them for a little bit. Let's, let's give them five minutes of extra stuff. Extra I content. One of us just chatting to people. I am in interacting Twitch. with you. <laughs> you <laughs> <not too good. laughs> yeah. That sounds a bit wrong in some respect, doesn't it? Oh, dear. Affirmative. <laughs> yeah, so oh. who's, who's in Switchland then? We've got Step J, we've got who's... Fletch. Fletch. Fletch is in there. Adamsk, as, Adamsk as always. Is in there. 86, yeah, well done. Yeah, all these people. X rated. Step yeah, J. Sometimes. Mike yeah, Old step- Cars. What a good name Mike is. Hey. What a good name. Yeah, it's a good name. It's a good name, Mike. We yeah. like Mike. Shut it's up. a good name. Yeah, shut up. <laughs> I'm not saying it's a good name. Shut up. Definitely not. I was, you, know, you know what, Duke? I was doing your impression of a Jewish person today. Oi, why are you doing this? Hi, Gavolt. To die. Weirdly. But then I was doing sort of like copy talk sort of thing. Yeah. Weirdly, we'd have had a son. Um, I, I, my two names that I would have liked were, were Eric, because I think it's kind of a cool name actually, or uh, Freddie. Freddie's good. Freddie. Freddie Fowler, you see, it even has a Fred, good. You Fred know, does sound like a comedian, to be honest. It does. It does. It's got a good ring. It's got yeah. a good ring. Yeah, yeah. You know, yeah. I can imagine if hey. someone was called. Yeah, Freddie would be cool. You know, it would be a cool dude. But then you Unlikely. got Freddy Krueger, Freddy got fingered, you know, there's all sorts of... <laughs> I guess. Yeah, I guess yeah. so. Yeah, I suppose. Bart? What rhymes with Bart? Right. Uh, Bart? Bart license plate. Bart. Yeah. I was looking for a Bart license plate. We, I forgot where we was. This was like, I want to check if they've got Bart. And uh, I guess, sorry, my name is also Bart. Never <laughs> yeah. happened. Smizzle's it. The Smizzle you, the James. So I'll I'll do the we're live on the the sort of thing. What? Okay. What? On on Facebook. On the Facebook. Already done it, you pleb. Well, wait a minute. I need to refresh it then, don't I? Are we ready to start this game? I've been ready yeah. for ages. I wait for you two to get your act together. Just giving the I was just giving the fans, you know, who are in love with our voices, extra content. <laughs> exactly. All right. Now it's time to do this. Shut the hell up! the veteran gainers. Juju, Jimmy, and the fellas will tell you about every single game that you're playing this week. Reviews and an indie pick. Game breakers. Here comes Duke with the sound bite. Say it. Game breaker. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. It's the veteran gamers. 
Veteran Gamers. Can we cut the condescending crap and play the game? Hello and welcome to show 257 of the Veteran Gamers Podcast. Hello and welcome to 37, yay. Yay, hello, hello all. See, guess. Anyway, I'm Stu. Do you know he's rubbish at this, isn't he? He's still not got it. Shut up, on second. Ginny, whatever. (laughs) (laughs) Hello, Ginny. How are you? You just want to like pregnant paws. (laughs) Duke has to press buttons to make funny clips. All right, Stu, you just read about some bollocks that you've read about. <laughs> I'm the one that has to stream and juggle all these stupid videos all the time and yeah. make show notes. Uh, so fuck you. He has to pause. You, you just wanted to. If it's audio playing. Yeah. yeah, you just wanted some big pause between your like, announcement of yourself. That's all it was. <laughs> so, how is everyone anyway? Good. How are you? Good. I am you good? tired. You paper, I am but I'm tired. tired. Are you tired? Why are you tired? Ah. Oh, he, oh, I get this. This is leading into the story time, is it? Thank Hello. <laughs> uh oh. Story time. It, excellent. It's excellent. Time. It's story time. Story, story, story time. Who's gonna have right. story time? So, Stu or Chinny? No, no, no. We've already led into Chinny's. Oh, ready. Yeah. Okay. He's ready, well, Chinny, go ahead. Yeah, boom. He's tired. Right, He's tired. So that was I am tired today. I am tired today. Why are you tired, Chinny? Yeah, Chinny, why would that be? Why are you tired? I have never. What's the reason? <laughs> to get why are you so tired? Shut the fuck up. Right. <laughs> oh, sorry. I, I snorted. <laughs> you know when she loses control, he snorts. That's like. Uh, okay, I'm finished. It's all, it's also the same with his drug addiction. So, right. It is true. I. Um, I have broke. Uh, I have popped my cherry in the retail world. Away. <laughs> right. I, um, wait, 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 wait. What do you mean? You're selling something? I have never ever like been in retail. I've never worked in a retail job. Right. I have right. worked in a shop. I've never worked um, on a market. Never done anything like that. So no, but you did drive like a van with papers and stuff. Yeah, yeah. Like, no, but like that's, 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 that's the front of my building. But that's like a delivery job, Stu. There's a difference between retail and delivery. Retail right? is buying and selling things at a shop. But, but what I'm trying to say is it's like that was like a proper job and like what you do yeah, now. Yeah, what I do now is just something. Tell a story. Either ask questions that are germane to it or shush. I, all I do what now is I make it? fancy videos. Right, That's all I do now. But that's all he does. I've had real no, jobs. I've, worked, I've, been a, I've, I've been a bricky... Bricky's labourer. I've been a, like I've been in tele sales. I've been in like I don't know like service tech. Could you imagine that house that he laboured on. Like no, I'm just thinking that very same thing. I'm thinking like be like take about five bricks every hour. I was a Here's your bricks, mate. I come from my whole family are all from in trade and they're all mega hard workers. So I was, so I I worked really hard, but then five months in, I had the balls to say fuck this shit. Uh, I'm out. All right. So um, but. Okay, so I, 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 Tara wanted to sell a bunch of junk, right, at a boot sale with her cousins, right? 
and uh, a car boot sale, Duke. I don't know if you know what a car boot sale is. I know what a car boot. Catch me in a car boot with a pocket full of hard loot. Yeah, it's, it's called a, a trunk sale in America. No, it's yeah, not. It's not happened in America. <laughs> it's like a yard sale, but you will go to a store. I know what place. a hard yeah. boot sale is. Right, no, all right, shut up. me. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Listeners, <laughs> <laughs> listeners, they moan at me. Right, when the show goes long, right? They go, ah, oh, fucking shit, fucking shit, fucking shit. When it's doing that happens, what are you no talking one, about? No one, no one says that. Right, okay. So, um, Tara wants to get rid of a lot of junk. She says, if you want to donate some stuff that you're getting rid of, donate it to me. And me, her and her two cousins, Tara, Zara, and Simone, will go to the car boot and they will sell it. That was about three weeks ago. They got rained in. It got cancelled. They, those, her two cousins couldn't do it anymore, and she asked me, could I come along? And being the good boyfriend I am, I said, no, go away, I have games to play. And then she cried, and then, okay. So we, we went to the boot sale, and I had lots of stuff to sell, including video games. <gasps> video games. Video wow. Games. Um, video games. I sold my Grand Theft Auto San Andreas on the original Xbox. Uh, I sold uh, Metro Prime 2 on the GameCube. My Prince of Persia games. My uh, Some DS games. My Game Boy Advanced. I sold my Game Boy Advanced, people. Wow. Um, and I, I will say this about retail. It's fun as a sort of experiment to make me feel like I was on The Apprentice for a day. But I would never do that as a living. It's just bollocks. So let me let me ask you this, right? Because people generally at car boot sales only want to pay as much as like five or ten pence. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. No, like it's it's all fifty p and a pound and two pound and three pound. And I had two electric guitars. We got rid of almost everything, by the way. We did really well, right? Well and the stuff that we didn't get that was of value. You know, like, there's a few CDs and DVDs and stuff we just gave to the charity shop. And then the rest of the stuff that just really wasn't worth anything. Like, we, had a, we had a few clothes that we gave to the charity shop. But other stuff that we just put there as a chance, um, we, we gave. We, we, we went to the tip and we just put it in the tip. And the only two things that I came back with were my two electric guitars. Yeah, but, but they're going to offer, like, a fiver, aren't they? I'll give you five quid, mate. You well, take five for them. Well, I did sell something else and it went for 40 quid. So that was pretty wow, good. That's good. What was that? that was an old, very, 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 very old video camera that I had. Um, yeah, so that went for I would want a quid. Camera. These people buy shit. All right, this is oh, what it's I could, true. These these people will buy any like. There's this kettle, not a kettle, sorry, a water filter that Tara had, and it was it was messed up. She was gonna throw it away, and she just by chance she just went. I'll put it in. Maybe some idiot will buy it. Sure enough, bam! Sure some up. idiot bought it. Some idiot. Yeah, people, it's a, there's this weird shelf thing that what didn't really look any good. It was tatty. <laughs> Somebody bought it for a. She says you can have it for thirty p. And she, went, I'll give you a pound for standing in the cold all day. I was <laughs> like, what the hell are they people on? Two right. so, pound. I mean, my 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 one guitar, my 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 one guitar got picked up a lot, and everybody used to say, how much? How much you sell, mate? Uh, it's a fifty quid each. I can't lower them anymore. Fifty quid each. You ain't you ain't busting my balls. I threw it down and said, "Fuck uh, off." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Fuck. I'll give you five quid. What about five quid? Fifty quid. What do you think I have a million in it? All right. Um. By the way, that, I, this is the time for me to play this. 
pops, I'll be down at the car boot. Finding hard loops with a pocket full of hard loops. Yeah. I'll put an elbow in beardy brears, a record fair. Oh, they hate I'm even there, this shit ain't even really fair. There you, there you go. go. So, yeah, so, I, I, you know, I, I sold some stuff. Uh, we made over £100 profit. Oh, that's, that's including... Pretty good. That's pretty good. That's including the table. That's including, um, you know, the, 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 the four cups of tea we had. Uh, you know, so we, we made a profit. That's not bad, is it? Um, no, no. Yeah. And uh, yeah, so the, I, I kept the electric guitars because I thought I can eBay those. They will go uh, for some money. So whatever. I just couldn't be asked to eBay them. So that that is why I am pooped because I came back and the, Retail the, is the twins wanted my my, my brother um, texted me saying the twins want to see you because I haven't seen them for like three weeks. And I was just looking after my other niece, Tara's niece, but I, you know she's my niece as well, Keisha the day before because no one could look after that so i was babysitter and that means i had to stop playing south park because i couldn't play south park around her and yeah yeah this is why they're beating up kim kardashian's fetus no (laughs) they uh yeah it'd be fine it'd be fine yeah i am climbing up a man's anus as a dungeon (laughs) that's that's exactly what's going on right now um exactly yes he he is very happy that that phone is vibrating in his bum so I couldn't play that in front of her. But, uh, yeah, and then the twins wanted my attention, and then they left, and then we ate, and now this happened. So uh, I, I am I am pooped. Yeah, what time did you go, though? Because when you go to Carbo, you've got to get early to get a decent we went, pitch. We got up at 5. want to be in the right place. We, we, we got up at yeah. 5, left the house at half 5, and we, yeah, so we got there for about quarter to 6. And to be honest, we got, a, we, you know, it was dark, it was cold, you couldn't see anything, you know. Uh, it was so uh, it's an outdoor one. So this wasn't indoor. It's an outdoor one, yeah. But it's it's also you know it's, it's got it's already got ready made tables and covers and stuff. So it wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. Yeah, it's quite cool. So you just chuck everything in the car and go. Yeah, the only game that I kept was a was Battle Toads, the original Battle Toads for the Game Boy. Battle Toads. I don't know why I kept. Yeah, but it's notoriously okay. hard. Right. It's a bit of history. It's a bit of gaming history, and I feel like I, I want to hang on. Also, the game that. On the internet, especially Reddit, uh, the the joke is that you call up asking if a store has it. Like for some reason, that's a joke. I don't really know what the joke is, but so so what was the most valuable game then? What did you what did you get the most for? Um, I think I got the most for Animal Crossing. Oh yeah, that's think, always worth a bit, you know. I think I got about seven quid for that. What, the original DS version or GameCube? Yeah, uh, the DS version. You see, they're giving, they're giving 16 or 17 quid for that at CEX, you know? Yeah, I know, but it's it's just part, it was part of the day. You know, it was an experience, I just wanted to try it. I'm not that bothered. Like, I'm not like a no. penny pincher no. like you watch you. It's you not know, a penny pincher, um, it's about getting the best bang for your buck. That's it, you know who says really that? Penny pincher. Pretty... It's the penny pincher, yeah. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, you know, so... That that was it. That's my story. So I also I'm a penny pincher. Also, but I have <laughs> my story. Oh, sorry, carry on. Just, <laughs> carry, on, on. carry on. Carry on. Carry on. Okay. I've also bought a very expensive. Well, you know, I've I've subscribed to a very expensive piece of equipment this week. Ooh. Every two years, your phone contract goes, and I got a new phone. <gasps> oh my goodness. 
Now then, down, down then, did you go extra large or only large? Is the question. What do you assume that I went for Apple? Because oh, he went Samsung! Because that's the only no, viable alternative right now. She knows yeah, me well. He yeah, he knows that I didn't. He um, didn't. No, what? I went for an iPhone 6. Not a 6 Plus, because that's no. ridiculous. No, this is... It's still big, though, isn't it? It's still bigger. It's bigger than the 5, I, I would admit. But, to be honest, I really like it. You know, and uh, the by far... It's, trust me, Duke. You know when you, you, you hate all this sort of, like, hype and all this shit? I get it. You know what I mean? I understand where you're coming from. I just can't be as disciplined as you are. Well, I don't know. Buy my class from so, so that's that. Yeah, I know, but, like, you, you buy your class from you know, you, you, you really look so disciplined in that, you know, that fuck the hype thing. You know, I will sort of dip into it now and again. I'm not, I'm not crazy about it. And I know this sounds ridiculous, Duke. I am completely with you that this sounds ridiculous. But the best thing about it is the fingerprint scan. Oh, my God, this is great. <laughs> I don't have to put my pin in anymore. Bam, worth it. Are you, you going to do like that, that dude in Japan who scanned his nipple? Really? <laughs> Yeah, it works with your nipple, apparently. You can scan your nipple. Oh, all right. Well, I just did it like, with my balls, like everybody else, but whatever. <laughs> you scrotum. Yes. Um, now, you know, it's, it's, it's a nice part. The battery was the biggest problem for my iPhone 5. It was just a rinse in the battery. I am going to get my iPhone 5 repaired, and I'm going to sell it, you know, all that stuff. So I'll probably make... Oh, what's up with it? Oh, what do you do with it? What? No, I break my, it. No, my battery is just terrible. It'll just run oh, down. Right really really um badly. Anyway. yeah they're just i think after two together. years apple products just self-destruct they shoot themselves in the head um but you know it's it, it there's, there's the lock button on my iphone 5 doesn't work and things like that uh, I, I said, there's a guy on on ebay i think that you can send it to and he fixes it and he probably, you know what i mean that sort of ps3 thing that you had Stu. you know it's some yeah, yeah, guy. They'll, they'll they'll fix it and they'll send you back so i might get that done it probably won't cost me too much, and then I'll, I'll set it on. And I know that the the S five, the five S, sorry, had that. And I also know that the iPhone six is notorious for bending. Thank somebody else pointed that out. Yeah, but, oh, yeah, but that's these dickheads who stick it in the back pocket, pocket, and then sit down on it. You know yeah, what I mean? What did he think? Yeah, uh. I mean, it does definitely feels a little bit more flimsier than than, than the five, you know. But mine, mine's fine. Um, I was asking Chris from Void Games about his six. He got one day one, and he says, you know, it's fine as long as you're not an idiot. And it feels a lot really nice. Yeah. I've got a tempered glass case for it, so just in case, you know, like I drop it and it might crack, so that stops that. So yeah, I'm I'm very happy with it. It the battery's just unbelievably good. Uh, and uh, well, you know, when I say unbelievably good, it doesn't last like five weeks, but you know, it's better than than what I'm used to, so yeah, it's good. Yeah, I mean, I must admit, I was um, wowing myself with some technology today myself, actually, uh, because we went to the Trafford Centre to do some Christmas shopping in Manchester, and we were in uh, John Lewis's, and I was checking out the like 65-inch uh, Sony 4K TVs, yeah, right, the bendy ones, you know, the the curved ones. Why don't go for the bendy ones. We just spent ten years moving from curved screens to flat screens. Now we're supposed to go back to curved. Yeah, but it's the opposite way around. It's an inward curve. It was concave, not convex. It looked good. I've got to say, man, freak me, it looked good. It did look good, and it was really thin, and it was just very cool. But you know, three and a half grand is a lot to pay for a telly. Part of the problem, Stu. 
three and a half grand though, man. But when um, we had a new washer delivered the other week, right, and uh, the delivery guy when he was bringing it in said, was that, uh, was that curved uh, as well? The washer was the curved. No, it's washed. <laughs> no. It's got a curved frontage, I guess. The door's a bit curved. But um, he was saying, he said, uh, have you seen? Uh, he's in this TV we've got for sale at the moment at Curry's, and I'm like, no, what's that? And he's like, uh, we've got 85 inch 4K TV. I'm like, shit, that's big. 28 grand. 28 grand TV for that big. They don't. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> I don't know whether I can agree. Stuart, how many did you buy? I know, exactly. Yeah, 28 grand, man. That's more than a, like, a really cool car. Shit. That's a lot. Who's got 28 grand to spend on a TV, though, really? No. You know Especially I mean? when nobody needs a TV anything like that big. Of course they do. Well, mine's 50. Ridiculous. I want something bigger. I want bigger than 50, man. 50 is just not big enough. Take that, Ebola patients in Sierra Leone. Oh, who? Oh, well, whatever. Yeah, Trying exactly. to compensate for something else there, Stu. Um, I, yeah, exactly. I, I don't get the, uh, the the curved TVs, though. I think they're weird. I think if you sit, yeah. like most living rooms, if you sit at an angle, you, obviously you might have a chair that's one chair that's face on, but some chairs might be at an angle. That ain't going to work. That shit don't And what's fly. the point? Why does it matter? Why is that a selling point? Because, Duke, they have to no, put something on the fucking box that it's going to you to buy it. Shut up. Exactly. Oh, 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 but Stu goes in and he's like, this looks yeah. cool. It does look cool. It did look cool. I was stood there and I went, that looks cool. Um, and they had, right? And I know that there's no 4K streams anywhere for anything, right? Because, like, the bandwidth it would take up would be huge. And, and the cost of it, nobody's really doing it. But, uh, obviously, they did have a 4K source going through the TV. And, my God, it did look sharp. It did look very, very, I look at high-def TV and I go, oh, this is so blurry and crap. No, seriously, right? It it does look immensely sharper. Dude, you know this is never going to end, right? You know in two years it's going to be, oh, 8K, you know, 4K sucks. How can you still be watching a 4K television? 16K, yeah, baby. Exactly. That's what I'm... At what point do we say, you know what? I'm happy with my TV. No one's ever happy I'm with I'm happy TV, with mine. Though. How big's your TV? I don't even then? know. It's like 20... What is it? 26 inches? Something like that? It's a normal human-sized television. It's not on the wall. It's not... It's not taking up the size of half the room. It's just a TV. We can watch shows on it. Jesus Christ, how can you make do with something that small? Exactly. <laughs> exactly. You still pay uh, all that ludicrous exactly big peasant. Let's <laughs> get oh, a bigger TV, oh. by the way. Well, well, we still oh. haven't fucking talked about games in the, net, in the last 30 minutes. Um, I watched Interstellar. <laughs> This week. Oh, we're going to see that at some point, but we watched the new uh, Hunger Games movie instead. Now, with it, with, I, know this makes, I know this makes me sound douchey, right? I know yeah, I sound douchey. Spoilerish. I ain't going to spoil it, Duke. Um, but give me the, the, Stu's spoilers. I, I, Get no, lost. No, no. It, it happened at the start. It happened at the start. So, Matthew yeah. McConaughey's death. No, right. Look. So. <laughs> The um the the, the, the I, I I saw it coming. There you go. Okay. Oh, everybody says. Oh, I, so I don't know if I believe. I know. I, I, I did a pre-thing at the thing. At the, so when I said that, I, I know when I said. You know when I said like I, I sound douchey. That's what I mean. Like oh god, everybody says that. But like I honestly saw it coming. Because get this, Stu. I know a little bit about space. <laughs> Okay. My, 
when I was a kid, my, my, my dad... Stephen Hawking's on the show. My, my dad is a massive fan of Carl Sagan uh, and, and Stephen Hawking's and like theories of the universe parallel, and he used to talk to me for ages. And the best subject at school that I did was uh, you know, astronomy. And at year nine... Did you do that? Uh, last, yeah, until year you nine and then year ten. Yeah, a, a school with no windows, they couldn't pay anything, right? But like, the, the, when at year nine they stopped teaching it, and I got like top top marks every every you know test everything. And at year ten they didn't do a GCSE in it because GCSE in it because they still sort of is irrelevant. And that's when everything. I was like, I was so pissed off. I was like, this is the only subject that I'm good at. Fuck you. And and I didn't say any of that. But that's what <laughs> I thought. <laughs> I would bet you didn't. No, I bet you didn't. Yeah, that'd be a bit dodgy. But it's a good film though. Yeah, right, okay. That's like the, we really the next movie I'm interested in seeing. Yeah. Anyway, what about games, Shin? You been playing any of those? Well, story time, though. You got one, haven't you? Oh, I'm saving it. Oh. All right. I'm saving it. It's game-related, man. I'm saving it. But it's while you're talking, you might as well carry on. Okay, fine. So, video games, I have finished. Hang on, hang on. Wait, wait, wait. Whoops. What have you been playing? Sorry. What have you been playing? Like the way you do that, dude, as if you're going to get fired, that, that you didn't do it right. I know, yeah, it's horrible. Yeah. I'll talk to you after the show. <laughs> um, I have no. finished the uh, safe part of the Stick of Truth. Oh, oh that's good. It's good, it's good. Now, Did you play on normal all the way through? Did you normal do that? all the way through. I didn't even think about going back because for a noob. Um, Whatever. I, I, uh, I, I have fought homeless Nazis, Nazi cats, Nazi fetuses. I have been up at uh, Mr. Slave's anus. I have been on it's UFOs. I, 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 I have um, used Kenny to, uh, so he can get his nipples out and charm other people. I have, you know, killed many children. I don't understand any children. This saying, but I have a feeling it's going to be kind of spoilerish when I get there. Probably. Um, That's what I get. Uh, so so I, I really like South Park, The Stick of Truth. I was a bit... It negative is. on it before because I felt like it's you know it's not my sort of game it's turn based I recognise that it's it's funny but after a while I started to get it and I, I really really enjoyed it I thought it was a fantastic game um, I had a lot of fun playing it I thought um, that it was it was funny all the way through you know and it's it's just unapologetically South Park you know what I mean it just it it it, it never holds back and it actually created a lot of interest for me in just terms of um south park again like i haven't watched south park for you know a long long time so they definitely have a sustainability to them that most shows don't have and yeah, yeah. i think it moves us to check it out from time to time well, I, I was i was i was i was sort of watching in, interviews with them you know with, with matt, matt and uh, trey is it and yeah. just like you know just getting into their heads and you know what are they thinking all this time and um yeah i i, I just think that like because some of the jokes that they put in this game is ridiculous you know they're just so on on the on the edge of this is is this right and i, I was really just interested in sort of what they have to say you know like how they how they just justify this stuff and I, they sort of go on a basis which i, I think is is very tough to do but I sort of see what they're doing it for. They're, they're saying that nothing is sacred, you know, right. like nothing, nothing, 
yeah, everything. If you can take the piss out of ginger people, then you should be allowed to take the piss out of Jewish people oh, and yeah. gay yeah, people. And you know, you, you know, you've got to, you've got, you can't just do one and not the other, right? Yeah. It's it's all fair because any, anybody can be pissed about anything. So that their, their point of view is, yes, they they might ridicule like a Jewish person or you know something or this celebrity who believes in Scientology. But they do it with everyone, so it's like, yeah. you know, so what? And I, I respect that. And and they, they even, Chef, who was a Scientologist, mm-hmm. left the show because they did a show about, yeah. Um, and anybody that takes LSD and goes to the Oscars wearing dresses has got the massive respect from me, which is I what they did. Yeah, but okay. Yeah, they, they, they hate the Oscars. They think it's all a sham. They're sort of what you think of the Oscars, do you know? It's, it's all bollocks. <laughs> And they they went there in dresses, in the same dress as Gwyneth Paltrow and um, Jennifer Lopez wore the previous oh, year, and they 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 took LSD in the limo and they went out and they were clearly off the tits uh, as they as they went, and they, they the rule was that they couldn't um, speak about the dresses. So like, when they got interviewed, he says, you know, what, what's going on with the dresses? You know, it's just a magical night. You know, like we're really pleased to be. <laughs> That's great. Uh, you know, it, this, you just because, uh, I mean, Save Park is so brave. The game is it's 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 so ridiculous. And you just God, like what the balls on these guys to do this stuff. And then you see interviews with them and you just realize like, yeah, these guys just don't give a fuck like that. They just don't care about what people think. Um well, they're the only yeah, ones that it, do something about Muhammad, so there you go. Yeah, and, and, and it even I even watched Bowling for Columbine um, again. Like I, even though Michael Moore is a bit of a dodgy character in itself, but um, Trey, oh no, Matt Stone is on Bowling for Columbine, yep. and they they got pissed off with Michael Moore because yep. they Michael Moore asked him to do an animation, yep. and they said no because they. They're sort of on the fence about the whole sort of gun ownership issue. And they says, you know, we we don't really take a side. We take the piss, but we don't take a side. You know, we sort of just, you know, we let people be. Um, and they, they didn't feature it. But they made an animation that was very South Park-ish. Yep. And they, they got very pissed. Yeah. 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 Do, you know, do you know what, though? And I think this is the probably the best thing about the game is... It's the difference between normal video game writing and proper writing. Oh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? As, as sort of crass, like you're saying, as, as near to the knuckle a lot of the jokes and stuff. It's it's probably some of the best writing in any video game ever. Well, they're it's good writers. Fantastic. That's the other thing. I mean, they're funny and they're outrageous, but they don't stop with that. Like, they also want to have a story that means something. Yeah. And, it, and and on top of that, the actual game itself is a good game. You know, the mechanics, certainly a lot of people complained that the, the turn-based combat wasn't really that deep or that cool or that clever. But, you know, it was fine for someone like me who's not that bothered about turn-based combat games. Yeah. yeah. I, 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 you know, like, you can obviously tell that they play games as well. You know, they're fans of video games. And I think we, we've, you know, everybody's sort of known that for a while. But this is the very first time I think that they've nailed it with a with their franchise. You know, there's... Yeah, you know, even on back on the N64 games, there was there were South Park games, you know. Um, they were always sort of okay or you know not so great or whatever licensed games, but this one is just something else, you know. It is just it ridiculous. Is. It's very good. I mean, the other good one was that the tower defense game did it was quite good as well. Yeah, it was. You know, look, in the wave of gingers and a wave of Jews and a wave yeah. of soccer moms and you know stuff like that, and it's it is funny, um, but it is a bit. 
harsh when you when you're fighting baby fetuses and all sorts of stuff going on. Yeah, there, there's a lot of you know, there's a lot of social commentary as there is with all South Park stuff, I guess. When you have to yeah. get your passport photo, for example, is just yep. the most wrong thing ever. You know, it, yeah, it is extremely wrong. It is <laughs> in so the, many levels. So so bad <laughs> that you know, it's just. One of those things. So yes, I have finished South Park: The Stick of Truth. I, I think it is definitely going to make my one of like my top five game of the years. So I think it's fantastic. And um, if you're on the fence because you don't watch South Park and you you know you're not really that bothered about South Park anymore, I, I, it has actually got me thinking about going back into South Park because I, I fell in love with them again. You know, like the characters they're 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 just ridiculous. And when I started watching South Park, they they wasn't this brave in their humour and their topics. And I feel like as I sort of deviated from South Park, they got a lot braver with the, with what they could get away with. So, no, I like it. Yeah, no, it is it is very good. But, um, I mean, but it's funny because I played it when it was released, so it seems like a long time ago since I played this game now for me. Um, but yeah. it, is, it is good. All the way through, it's very, very good. Yeah, it is. It's funny. Top quality, man. What else have you been up to then? Anything else? Um, I haven't played anything else, I'm afraid. I played a bit of Worms with Pete. I can't remember if I said that last week. Yeah. Um, you can say it again. Yeah. No, so that's it, really. I haven't played. I've, I've, any time that I've had, I've been sort of going into to South Park. So yeah. yeah, it was like that with me. I must admit, once I started playing it, I, I you had to keep on playing it. It was one of those games yeah. that hooks you in. It was very good. Yeah. Good, good. It is very good. So Duke, over to you. What have you been up well, to? Well, uh, Minecraft is one of them. I'm making a new uh, roller coaster in Boss Wave Borough. Doing that again. So yeah. And then um, Dota 2 is the other big one. God, I am just so addicted. It's ridiculous. And I had my best round ever. People who saw this on the website already know, but people who haven't, listen up, people. Um, playing Dota is rough because you die a lot, especially if you're like me and you suck at the game. So um, it's, you know, a good game. I'll get three, four, or five kills. Like, that's it. That's where I max out. This game, be and, and it's frustrating because, you know, you tend to live for the kill. Like, you really want to get that kill. It's like such a thrilling feeling to get a kill. But this game, I went 20 and 3. It was unbelievable. It was just such a good feeling. I played so well. And I had a great team. And the other team was not very good. And those factors coming together was really nice to see. So... Yeah, and I end up chasing that sort of thing. Like, I really want, you know, the problem is I play games often because I want to have a good time and to relax. Dota 2 is not relaxing. And there's no guarantee you're going to have a good time. And in fact, if you lose or you play badly, like I often do, you're going to have a miserable time. And it's going to be frustrating because you get killed. And often when you get killed, it's because the whole team, the whole enemy team jumped on you all at once and they paralyzed you and you couldn't do anything. So that's really frustrating. Um, so for me to be able to do the opposite in this game just felt so good. And yeah, like I said, I played well and other people did a good job and it was just very satisfying. So uh, that's cool. I mean, I am I am a little concerned for you, Duke, because I do think it's a bit of a downward spiral, you know, with Dota. Why? 
Yeah, because you'll just get addicted, then you won't be able to stop playing, then you'll not play anything else but Dota for probably 6 to 12 months, and then, you know, that'll be that. Well, you know, it's interesting, because I was playing with this person, I have, like, two people on my Steam friends list that I don't really know, but I, I played Dota with them at some point, and I was like, this person communicates and seems to know what they're doing, I will add them to my friends list. So, he's on my friends list, and I played with him today... And he kept saying, like, you're doing it wrong. You should only be doing last hits. If you attack creeps without getting last hits, you're helping the enemy team. And I was like, that doesn't make sense. What are you even talking about? Um, and then he was like, you need to get this item instead of that other item. And you need to do And I was just like, dude, you're making it into this, like, technical, boring thing. And for me, it's just a fun little game. So I don't think I can properly get addicted to Dota the way that other people do because I'm not that interested in the minutia of it. Gesundheit, Duchess. Duchess, yes. Um, so anyway, whatever. I've been playing a lot of Dota. And uh, yeah, it's fun. Um, there's a new game on Steam called Elegy for a Dead World. Have you all heard of this? No, I haven't. Jenny, it sounds interesting. I like the title. Elegy for a Dead World. And okay. it's a game about writing fiction, which caught my interest immediately. And I was like, okay, I'll put it on my wish list or whatever. And then I noticed, I don't remember where I saw it, but they had something out that said, oh, I think I, I think I went to their website, and it said, educators, you can apply for free Steam codes. And I was like, ooh. And so I, I got five Steam codes for my classroom, because I have five computers. And... Then I said, can I get one for me to test it out? And the guy's like, yeah, here you go. So I've played it. I'm, I'm asking the school to put Steam on my classroom computers, which could be very dangerous. Not only dangerous, but are they even going to agree to Well, that? we'll see. It can't hurt to ask, right? Um, and I no. started off with, here's why I want this, because I want the game. Never mind about, you know, and whatever. So... Um, they might just put it on mine, which itself could be dangerous. But anyway, here's the way the game works. <laughs> I mean, they're playing Dota yeah, exactly. when he's meant to be teaching the class. But you know what? I've actually <laughs> never succumbed to that because there are Flash games I like. I have my iPod at school. I've never really succumbed to that. When I'm at school, I tend to be all business. So anyway, um, yeah. anyway. so the game is... Like my, Mac, my Mac teacher used to play Solitaire like motherfucker. Nice. So... Um, <laughs> Think of it this way. Uh, another world. You remember another world? I okay. do remember. Think of that, but then like every screen, there's this little prompt, and it wants you to write about what you see on the screen. And it's really okay. interesting because sometimes they're in, so it's sort of like Mad Libs, and sometimes it's totally open, so you can just write whatever you want. And then you publish you know, your story, and you can read other people's stories about that world and whatever. And it's really interesting. Yeah, so everyone has the same sort of animations, yeah. but everybody obviously. But there's like five different animations to choose from, and there's different levels of okay. starting. But yeah, they, you all have the same visuals. So it's just an interesting experiment in seeing how different people interpret it. And um, yeah, the controls are smooth, but not great. You walk very slowly, um, but then you can fly as well. And uh, yeah, it's good. I like it. I, I'm really interested to see what my students have come up with. Yeah, I mean, this might be something that I would maybe get uh, for Millie to play yeah. even, because I think she might. But she's a bit weird, Millie. She's a bit sort of particular about what she will and won't play. There's stuff I think she'll enjoy, and then she doesn't. Well, you could always that. say, hey, I'm a teacher. I need to try it for my child or whatever. See, give you a no, I wouldn't do that. That's some sort of subterfuge, man. What are you talking yeah. about? 
Anyway, yeah. So I've played it a little bit, and there are also there's even like grammar lessons where they give you stories, and there's mistakes in them, so you have to go through and fi- fix the mistakes, which I think is really cool because I could give it to my students and be like, here, go fix the mistakes in this. And after and after that, you can get them to play Typing of the Dead Overkill to teach That's typing not skills. About right. typing skill. <laughs> Island imagine. Epidemic is a game that just went free to play beta. I think it's an open beta. And yeah, that's it. It's a MOBA, isn't well, it? Well, here's the thing. I had actually gotten this from someone a while ago, and I don't remember who gave it to me. So thank you, whoever you were, who gave me Dead Island Epidemic. But I only just recently gave it a shot, and I've only done the tutorial missions, which are I I I didn't get a sense of a MOBA. I got a sense of sort of like a I don't know isometric zombie game. Yeah, it is kind of like that. I mean, I played it, but it is it is advertised as a MOBA. Okay, well, you know what? what I'm into Dota 2, so if this eventually turns out to be MOBA-ish, I will be intrigued to try it, but in the meantime, I'm just, uh, eh, I played it a little bit. It just just reminded me more of a, like a, like a horde mode game, so you get to an area and then you've got to fend off all the zombies for however long. Yeah, and that's sort of what I got. Um, You know, it's good, it's fluid, it's a little resource-heavy, so it was kind of sluggish on my machine. I had some slowdown, but I don't know, whatever. I might go back to it. Who knows? We'll see. We'll and see. then I played mm-hmm. Titanfall because I got that from Gamefly, and I started up in the Xbox in the video game gym downstairs. And I'm not loving this game. Wow. You're right, Shinny, that the parkour is cool. Um but the way I feel about Titanfall is it's Battlefield. It's sort of halfway between Battlefield and Call of Duty because the, 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 the boards are not as open as Battlefield, but you do have very long sight lines. So you can get killed by a sniper and have no idea where they are. It just sort of moves the camera in that general direction, right? Um, mm. I kept getting yeah, killed true. by people I didn't know where they were from. And so it's halfway between Battlefield and Call of Duty plus mechs. And if I wasn't getting killed by invisible people who showed up out of nowhere and stabbed me in the face, then I was being destroyed by mechs. And yes, I could get into mechs, but I didn't know how to use them very well, so I just got pwned as soon as I got in my mech. And then I'd be on foot, and then someone would show up out of nowhere and stab me in the face, and then I died and I got mad. And then I got like five kills during the match, and then it said, you only got two kills. And I was like, what?! And apparently the other three were like minion kills, which I don't even know what that yeah, means. Yeah. But... Well, what that what that means is they're 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 AI basically. Right. So that's frustrating because yeah. I thought I was getting you know catching people off guard, but apparently not. I'm catching stupid robots off guard. So I don't know. I mean, I sent it back to GameFly already because I just wasn't having fun with it. But yeah. uh, no. I, I thought, just don't yeah, know I, I don't know. Look, because I, I, I definitely sort of. When when you were speaking, then I I definitely felt like I've experienced some of that, you know, like yeah. shot out of nowhere, wasn't yeah. quite clicking with me, yeah. you know, not really sure like if I like it or not. It's just mechs. I, every time I got into a mech, I died pretty quickly, you know, th- those sorts of things. I I definitely experienced those, dude. But you know, and I know. Time is a big thing for you. You know what I mean. Time is your like. It's like if I can't get into it, I I don't. I, I shouldn't have to play a game for two hours for it to 
to be good. I get that, right? Well, I mean, you but know, I, Call of Duty, like, I, I know that Call of Duty games is, you know, you, when you start playing them, you're not going to know them automatically. Like, you have to learn the maps. You have yeah. to figure out what's going on. Yeah. So that, I, I, I just here. Maybe if I stuck with it, I would like it more. I think you would. I mean, yeah, but, I feel like on a Call of Duty game, you know that you're probably going to get into it because you just have to learn a few new things. Whereas right. Titanfall, different franchise, mechs, you know, different sort of language, terminologies, things like that, and you think, ah, fuck it, you know. Like, but I do think if 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 you'd have stuck with it a bit, you probably would have got something from it. But I, you know, I, I'm not going to push you balls. Would. I think, yeah. right. And the other thing is, and uh, this was true about Ghosts as well. It um, has a lot of verticality, so you're not just looking sort of in front of you and behind you. You're also having to look up two stories high and occasionally down in some sort of ditch or whatever. So that adds a level of, I don't know, a complexity, which isn't a good or a bad thing in and of itself. But again, I'm usually playing these games when I'm at, after school and I'm tired and like I just want something fun while I'm riding the bike or whatever. And I, I don't really want that extra thing to have to watch out for. No, and then to be fair, you, you 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 sort of like what you like, don't you? Really, and you you've not got time to be learning something new. You just want to play something that you can just switch on and play, don't yeah. you? Really, it's true. Well, it you, true. You, 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 what you get out of video games, Duke, you know, and, and and like in in some ways, I know you're not always like this because you've never played anything new, but you. You, because I think again, this partly is down to because you value times, your time so much. You know, your your time is so valuable to you that if you're not sort of getting anything back from a video game instantly, you 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 you, you, you know you start to question. It's like, well, you know, is this is this worth what right. I'm doing? Because you need to you need to get an instant sort of reward from the game. You know what I mean? You need to go. Psh, I'm getting this. You know, I'm, I think that's why of older uh, first-person shooters as well because there isn't you know a whole lot of new stuff to learn um so that's why i went back to rainbow six vegas 2 because that is probably my favorite first-person shooter alongside i mean you know single player um alongside fear 2 and i just wonder i just wonder how many times that has stopped you from liking a game that you could have that you could have really liked if you just gave it, you know, another four hours or you know oh, something like that. You you could have gone from not feeling it to oh my yeah, god, this this, this is, is one of the best games I've played. Oh, no, yeah, no. so it's but yeah. but like but again, it comes down to games that you know I, I had a little bit of trouble at first, but like you know very quickly in I re- I fell in love with it. You know, um, Battlefield Two Modern Combat, the console port, like that was a game that I had a little trouble at first, but then just like something clicked early and i just fell really in love with it section eight's another one like i was just about to say so what you're saying is it's no section eight not section eight like it does a lot of things you know i ended up not using the parkour in titanfall at all because it wasn't really useful to me except the double jump i use that all the time and i just kept thinking this is like the rocket pack in section eight and then that's what section eight the no Call of Duty Advanced Warfare, you, you might like that because of the double jump oh, and all that stuff. That's on my Gamefly, so it's either going to be that or Destiny that they send me next. So. Huh? We shall see. We shall see. Uh, and then the other game I played this week was Shadow Warrior, because before I went back to Rainbow Six Vegas 2, I said to myself, you know what, Shadow Warrior, I've had it for a little while. I'm curious. It's got overwhelmingly positive reviews on Steam. Let's give it a try. And it is very silly it's got a lot you know the guy's name is low wang so i mean you know 
right there, they let you know what kind of humor we're dealing with. I've seen, I've seen this, I've seen the title of this game many, many times, but I don't know what it is. Well, it's a no, I old don't game. Really. So there was an old first-person shooter back in the day, and I never played the old one, but this is a reboot of it, and it's basically sort of like Doom, but you also have a sword, and the graphics are great, and it's got this kind of silly story. Not kind of. It's very silly. You're fighting demons and you're being helped by a demon. And, you know, there's some old dude who's like, you know, ah, blah, blah, blah. You will never get the sword and all this other stuff. So, I mean, whatever. It's, it's, um, it's a. Is it a Japanese developer? What? Is it a Japanese developer? Is it a Japanese game? It looks like one. Yeah. Like, just, it definitely looks. It, it definitely does look like a Japanese game because I've skipped ahead 19 minutes in this gameplay video, <laughs> and it's still on a fucking uh, cutscene. So uh, there's yeah, a lot of cutscenes, yeah. um, but you know whatever. The action's good and it's very silly. It's very gruesome. Like you, you know, you cut people in half horizontally, so that's pretty messed up. Um, that's a good thing. Yeah, sounds, sounds cool. well done. Like it's very engaging and very enjoyable. So yeah. And that's it. That's what I've been playing. Very good. Indeed. Very good. Um, yes, so I did allude earlier. I've got a story related to my game playing this week, uh, which actually began at my the end of last time. week's show. It's story time. Yeah, it, it actually started at the end of last week's yes. show uh, with Reese, otherwise known as Epic Scotsman, uh, giving me a code for Star Citizen. Every time I hear the name Reese, I think you're a fucking bully, Reese. Yeah. Which is anyway. What's that from? Mitch Hedberg. Oh. Oh. Yeah, that means nothing. Anyway. Anyway, so I got very excited last week because at the end of the show, he sent a message on the Twitch stream and said, "Hey, Stu, hold on, hold on, hold on." on. What? 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 Listeners and Duke, when you say very excited, I was on the call, and if you stayed in the chat. (laughs) On Twitch, you would have heard it. When you when he says very excited, it doesn't really justify what it meant. When he, it when he says very excited, I if I was on underpants duty checking duty, I'm sure that I would have found urine in his pants because he pissed them out. To be like, fair, like that. Was, to be fair, there might have even been a little bit of jizz. Yeah, you know I mean? hey, too much information. But yes, he doesn't he, um, do jizz. He doesn't do jizz jokes. <laughs> no, he doesn't. He doesn't. So yes, yes, Epic Scotsman was early Santa Claus. That's a good way of describing it. So yes, he, um, yeah, he offered me. He said, "Have you have you got uh, Star City?" And I'm like, "No." He's like, "Do you want it?" I was like, "Yes, that would be very nice." Um, so anyway, so he gave me this code, and when I went in, there, I had to go and set up, which took forever. Set up an account uh, for Star Cities and, and again, did all that shit. When that he says to took forever, I managed to build a whole prison. In prison architect while he was doing this over Scotland. You did. You did. <laughs> so anyway, so, so, anyway. So I set up an account, put the code in, nothing. It's like, this code is invalid or already expired. So I was like, so I told Reese, and he very kindly went, well, don't worry. Don't worry, I'll uh, contact AMD, and I'll see what they say, and all that jive. So I can't remember. It was Monday or Tuesday. It might have been Tuesday by the time I saw his message. He sent me a message saying, uh, check with AMD. He said that the code is valid. It should just work. So I was like, all right, so I'll have another go. So on the Tuesday, I reloaded the page and everything, put the code in, and bingo, it worked. So I was like, yay, yay. 
so he said, right, you've got to log in to get the, the downloader and all that jive, right? Someone's like, excellent. So I put in the, the sort of downloader, downloaded the EXE file, started it going, and then it said it's got, it's got to sort of install three patches, the third of which was 20 gigabytes. Ooh, nice. So that, that's how big we're talking. It's a big file. Nice. So it started downloading, no problems. You know, it was coming down at about four megs a second, which is pretty quick. So it was saying an hour and a half to do it. So I was like, great, only an hour and a half. Uh, came back, and then it had this weird uh, HTTP request not found and in red, and it, all the sort of download bar had gone red. When it had got to about 10 or 11 gigs left to go. So halfway. So I was like, yeah, about halfway. It was a bit like, I'll tell you what it was like. For anybody who had a ZX Spectrum back in the day, right, uh, when you used to load a game up via tape, you know, it started doing all the wee wee and stuff, you know, as it did. And it would get, sometimes it would get to, there's a, there, there always used to be a very last bit at the end where it'd, it'd sort of pause for a second and then go, ee, ee, or something like that. And then it had finished loading the game, right? Quite often. <laughs> Quite often, if the game was going to crash and not load, that was when it would happen. Yeah. Right, so that's what would happen. So anyway, it did this sort of red bar thing, and then it just started re-downloading again from 20 gigs again, right? So I'm like, uh, what is this, right? So that happened. So I thought, well, maybe it'll work this time. Anyway, uh, sort of, you know, about half an hour, 45 minutes later, came in to look, exact same thing at the exact same spot again. Ah. So I was like, no. So I thought, well, I know. I'll, I'll re- reset the whole computer. I'll delete the folder and do all that jive and see if that sorts things out. So I deleted the folder, reinstalled it, you know, reset set the computer, all that sort of stuff. And no, it's still the same. It just did the exact same thing. Again. So I went on the internet, and that very day, uh, people had been posting that there was a problem with the patch file, that it had one file missing that it should have in it. And if you were doing a brand new install, it wouldn't work, which is, you know, ex- obviously exactly what was happening to yeah. me. <sighs> just so I thought, right. Listeners know that I am debating to see how long I don't have to talk for until he just sort of wonders where I am. That's sort of what I know. It's fine. It's fine. So anyway, it's right. So anyway. going to be paying attention to you? Yeah, exactly. As if. So anyway. So I thought, well, what I'll do is I will leave it a few days and then have another go, see if they sort out whatever the issue is. So last night I thought, right, I'll have another go. So last night I set it going again, and bingo, man, it all downloaded, no problemos, didn't pause, didn't crash, no nothing all the way through to the end. So there you go. So I finally got it all installed on the PC. So all that happened, right? So how was the... And then... Well, this is what I'm going to come to now. You so, uh, to well, this was at about. We, it didn't work. Probably it about. Crap PC because PC games are dumb. Are you going to let me? Are you going to let me? Ah, I'm sorry. Me? I was going up. No, no, in fairness, in fairness, <laughs> you, you never interrupted me. Never, never. I was actually good today. Anyway, so, um, so, so it was about quarter to Can one this morning. Okay. When I finally got it in download. And Epic Scotsman was actually online. He's like, do you want to play some co-op? And I'm like, it's nearly one o'clock in the morning, man. That's, That's late. not what he asked. I know. So I said, right, go on then. I'll have a go. So I got it loaded <laughs> up. Go on. So, as you do. As you do. It didn't take much persuading, to be fair. Um, 
Well, we couldn't get in a co-op game. It wouldn't work. He tried being the host, nothing. I tried being the host, nothing. And it has, you have to have, right, a friend code. So when you start up the game, it gives you a code you that you have to line. You've got a friend like... in me. Exactly. So it's got You've like got 16... a friend in me. 16-digit <laughs> friend code that you have to 16 give digits. to. Well, it... 16 digits. Good. So anyway, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be, it weren't having any of it. It's just kind of like, nope. <laughs> so we couldn't, so... We we kind of played the same game mode at the same time and just sort of chatted as we were playing. Well, it's fair to say, right, obviously, and I'm going to be doing some direct comparisons now between uh, Star Citizen and Elite Dangerous, because obviously I play both. And they're both, to be fair, the, the bits you can play at the moment are very similar to each other. The biggest difference between the two games is that in Star Citizen, there's actually a first-person walk-around mode. Mm-hmm. So you can walk around your hangar where, you know, all your spaceship stuff is and all that kind of jive. Which is kind of cool, I guess. Um, And I get from the game, there's actually going to be a proper first-person action stuff going on. Mm. You know what I mean? I feel feel like, because obviously they've got all this cash, like 60-odd million dollars or 70-odd million dollars, whatever the hell it is now, uh, that they just have to keep adding stuff to make it feel like, you know... The the people are getting the seventy million dollars worth, I suppose. Um, but I didn't feel like it is as good as Elite. I didn't. It it looks cool and it played well. I mean, I, I only had it on medium because it's in CryEngine three, so it does take a bit of running. Uh, I had it on medium settings and it was smooth and it was like averaging around fifty to sixty frames a second, so it was nice and smooth, no issues. Uh, and it looked nice. It looks it looks proper nice. <laughs> That's very funny, Chini. Uh, it looked very very nice. But uh, I felt that the ships in Elite <laughs> controlled controlled better. I do think it can, and I think the actual cockpit of the ship just looks better. <laughs> and and the cockpit and the. <laughs> the attention to detail. For instance, in Elite, when you get shot and stuff, little wisps of smoke, uh, smoke come off the console and stuff in the in the ship. And it, I don't know, it just feels like... I don't know, I just felt it controlled better. Um, Star Citizen just feels a bit twitchy. It's, it's kind of twitchy in the way that it controls and not as easy to aim at the like, enemy. And in like, Elite, you have a, like, a, a lock-on, so you can lock on to enemy ships to shoot at them. In this, you don't. In Star Citizen, it's all... It, I don't know. It was cool, though. I mean, there was some cool stuff, like when a, a ship passes close by over your cockpit, it did look very nice. Uh, and it seemed to move faster. You know, it just seemed to move faster. But they're both good. They are both good, so I'm looking forward to, you know... I mean, Elite's out on Tuesday this week, so I'll be definitely playing loads of that by next week, but Star Citizen, who knows when that'll be out. Who knows? So that's... Yeah, that's it for Elite. uh, uh, Elite and Star Citizen. I've not really played any more of Elite this week. I'm waiting till the the full game uh, releases. But what I did play... Come on, shoot. Tell me more. You should have played more of that. I know, yeah. What I will uh, tell you that I played this week, which is probably my favourite was game of the year so far. Go on, go on. What is it? What is it? It's on the iOS, and uh, it's high in the charts, actually. It's doing pretty well on the iOS anyway. Uh, It's called A Dark Room. It's called A Dark Room. It's like a very was game. Is it a... It is a a was game, but it's a very good was game. Weird. Uh, not shit like it's weird and great 
It is weird and great. It is weird and very, very good. No, it's, it's not. It's a text-based adventure really? game. We're back to Zork. Yeah. Yeah, but it's better than that. Oh, it's okay. better than that. Doesn't it's it's kind of a modern reimagining of a text-based adventure How game. How so? Uh, because it uses it, it's again you know and in fact i would say it's it's as good as what simogo are kind of producing they've, they've really looked at the ipad or the iphone and gone right how can we integrate how this device works into I the just game wanna let, so I, I just, the, sorry sorry Steve, just to interrupt for the people that don't listen live on twitch i you i play gameplay videos of the games that we're playing currently sort of one of the benefits you get from being a a, a true fan and i just want to let people know that i am not showing the most boring powerpoint presentation on the screen right now (laughs) i am showing this game that Stu's talking about thank you very much carry on so anyway it's 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 what he does is for instance you start off in a room and you have to light a fire is it a dark room it is a room so the the way the way it shows or signifies that it's a dark room is that your iPad screen is black. Really? And the writing's white. Now, when you light the fire, it starts to get a bit oh brighter, etc. Et that's how it, it integrates stuff that's on the iPad into the game. Um, but what it does have is a great story. Uh, it's very cleverly done. It has excellent combat. Uh, and it, it sort of there's a lot of grinding at the very beginning. You have to build up your population. And it's a very resource management type game. Uh, and it's got kind of a, a bit of a moral compass going on, which is very cool and clever. It's it's just, I can't tell people how good this game is. Uh, it's just excellent, and even the combat's excellent. And once you get to a certain point, you can actually begin to explore a much bigger world outside of your little community that you've built. Is it a whole new world? It is a whole new world. Uh, but everything's signified by letters on the map. So you get a whole map to explore. Uh, you've got to manage your resources. You've got to build up your stuff so you can get extra buildings in your little camp back at the, you know, where you are. Uh, and you build up your community and you take stragglers in. And it's got a lot going for it. It's it's just really, 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 really good. You know, and I, I really can't say that enough. I think it's, it's possibly better than Device 6 uh, well, uh, in like- some sense because... It's it's actually a game. It's more of a game than than oh, sort come of. Oh Device Six was an amazing game, according to Device Six is amazing, but this is equally good. Wow. This is equally good, and it took me to finish it. I finished. I started and I finished it. Probably took me about four and a half hours. So it's a lengthy endeavor for an iPhone game or an iPad game, uh, but I just couldn't stop playing it, and it, and it just goes to show you that you know it's all text, but. Your imagination does all the work, and I think it's cool to see a game that relies on you to fill in the pictures, if you will. Yes. And it does a great job of doing it. It does a great job of doing it. So I can't recommend it. And 69p, so it'll be about a dollar for you, I guess. Yeah. Uh, so I can't recommend it enough. It's just, just a, a real excellent game. Um, Seabeard. I, I played this also. Seabeard? Seabeard, which is iPad's answer to Animal Crossing, I guess is the best way of describing this game. It's a get-to-play game. I'm not saying free because it's no longer free to play. It's get-to-play. Um, it's all right. It's all right. It's, it's kind of you like on a little ship and you go between islands and you've got to do little tasks. What's the name of this? What's the name of this? What, 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 what? Uh, sea, sea Beard. 
Seabeard. Mm-hmm. Mm. Um, yeah, and it's just it's just kind of a you know uh, one thing. Just just while you're sort of looking for the clip for that, um, just just to go back to a dark room. Uh, I did nearly come a cropper towards the end because I couldn't seem to trigger the last thing that needed to happen to finish the game. And the reason that is, and and it's it, just to let everyone know, if you play this game, you need to buy everything off the builder uh, to trigger the ending bit. So it, it doesn't. It's not very clear that you need to do that. So it's um, adventure game that's not clear. It sounds awesome. No, no, it's most of it is fairly intuitive. You know, the, the, there's not a lot to sort of understand. You, you soon get the hang of what to do, but it just that there was only that one little thing though that, and, and they sort of I just sort of did it in the end because I thought, well, what have I not done? Because I explored the whole map and I've been to everything that was on the map, and I was like, it's not on any of that stuff, so there must be something I'm missing here, uh, and that's what it was. So that's just a little bit of advice for anyone who decides to play it. Uh, be, become a little less frustrating if you, if you get to that point and can't figure out what to do. Uh, but Seabeard, I'm not. I wasn't overly impressed, to be honest. It, you know, it, it's it's a bit of a an Animal Crossing wannabe, but it's not quite Animal Crossing, in all honesty. It, it looks it, it, it looks don't. like Animal Crossing a lot. It does it does? But it's not as good as Animal Crossing. It's I don't know what it is, but there's, it's got that certain something missing. Animal I'll tell you what, it has got going that. for it. It is raining in the game and raining where you are right now. I know, I know. It's always raining. It's been raining a lot here lately, hasn't it? Uh, it's all right. It's all right. But it, it, you know, and it's got some little cool things. If you if you click on a place you need to go to, you don't have to track track around the whole map. It'll automatically go to wherever you've clicked on. You can you know pull it around with your fingers and stuff, but. I don't know. I wasn't blown away. It looks nice, but I don't know. I don't know. I'm not. I'm not convinced. Not convinced. Um, and then I've also played some Hotline Miami. Oh yeah. Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. I thought I'll, I'll get get some of that in on the old Vita. It's the sequel. Uh, no, it's not. How it's been delayed, hasn't it? Till 2015, I think, sometime. Right. Okay. Yeah. Got delayed. Um. Yeah, see, it's, it's I've, good. I've got this game. Yeah. Verbal Rob bought me this game, and I feel bad that I haven't it's played good. it yet. You should play it. You'd like it, Ginny. Yeah, I think I would. I'd really do. You definitely would. You definitely would. I mean, it's hard as nails, but it is cool. But how have you been getting on with it? All right. All right. I'm, you know, I'm getting into it, you know, and I'm, uh, you get killed a lot. I mean, you get, you die a lot. Oh, well, yeah. But, yeah, it's cool. It's very cool. Uh, but that's not the coolest game I've been playing on the Vita oh, this snap. week. Uh, because the coolest game I've been playing on Vita is a game called Titan Attacks, uh, which, which in all honesty, is quite excellent for such a simple game. It's basically Space Invaders modernised, I guess is the best way to describe it. Uh, and they haven't done too much modernising, to be honest with you. It's not, you know, it's not got loads of cool particle effects going on. It has got some nice stuff going on like that, uh, but nothing too cool. But what they've done is, and I, and I love this little addition that they've made. You you know they've they've got some ships that need hitting three times before they die, and they've got stuff that falls down on you, and you get bonuses if you get. They, they have little survivors that jump out of the ships as they're crashing, and you you can shoot those as well. Um, but what it does is, but you get you get dollars. So as you're playing the game, you get money for everything you kill or shoot, and and all that kind of jive. And in between levels, you can then use your dollars to upgrade your ship which is kind of a little cool thing, like you upgrade your shields, you can up- upgrade the power of your gun, 
Uh, you can get smart bombs and all these all these different little things that you can do, which is really cool. Um, but at the end of the game, all those upgrades are gone, and you just start again from scratch. So it doesn't they're not like persistent. So it's a roguelike Space Invaders. Clone. Yeah, it's good. It's really really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's, it was a it was a PlayStation Plus thing, so it was free. Well, so if you're gonna play Space Invaders, uh, you might as well play this. Yeah, it is really really good. I really like it. So. Uh, if you've got a Vita and obviously you've got a PlayStation Plus, you've no real excuse not to play this because it's uh, and it's a score attack game. Although the the friends leaderboards don't either don't seem to be working or no one else is playing it, which I find a bit hard to believe. So I don't know, don't know what's going on there. What? Oh uh, no. It's, yeah. Um, it's, it's can, a very can I just say that Sean has uh, put a joke in the uh, chat there? I think it's worth talking about. I went for a tattoo the other day, and I had a spreadsheet all across my chest, showed it to the wife, and she said I really excelled myself. <laughs> Good one. Anyway. Thanks for coming. Yeah. It's, it's all right, I guess. Anyway, um, so yeah, I played that, and uh, yeah, really like that. But... Uh, I was sent, I was very, so I've had two games sent to me this week, obviously, uh, the first of which was from Epic Scotsman, which is very kind of him. Yeah, thanks, man. I know, I know. Uh, But I was sent a second game, I was sent a second game, uh, by Gezza42, on the iOS, Uh, and he said, he said, hi Stu, here is a game just to say thank you for putting out a podcast each week. I don't know if you I get a game... Exactly. Uh, I don't know if you've played this, and also it could be a was game. Keep up the great work. Well, first of all, it is definitely not a was game. It, it definitely doesn't. Uh, I don't know if I judgment it. on that, Stu. Well, it doesn't know. I'll be honest with you. It's called Leo's I Fortune. I think you're not being honest. No, I'm, being, I'm telling you no. the truth now. It, it's called Leo's Fortune, and it's anything but a was game. Uh-huh. It's it's in fact possibly one of the best-looking iPad games I've ever played. Doesn't mean it's not weird. It's not weird. It is, well, it's got weird <laughs> elements. Weird. It's, well, okay. it's got weird elements, but it's not a weird game. It's definitely not a was game, anyway. There's no, there's no doubt about it. What it is, though, is a really excellent platformer that has perfected, for me, uh, the way to control a platformer on the iPad. Yeah, uh-huh. Uh, I've played quite a few platforming games on the iPad, which always usually use, you know, a virtual D-pad and a virtual button to press or whatever. Um, and as good as they are, there's none that are a, that are a patch on this game. I mean, just the way it looks is incredible. Yeah. You know, I'm absolutely amazed at what they've managed to squeeze out of an iPad. It it just looks incredible. It controls absolutely brilliantly, and it's just a hell of a lot to to sort of. You know, it's just a hell of a lot of fun to play. You know, it's just it's just a really well thought out platformer, and it's not even like it's copying off anything. You know, it doesn't. It feels totally original. You know, there are elements of obviously other platforming games in it, but the way it controls is you you just slide left and right with your left thumb to to go left and right, uh, and obviously you just push up on the opposite side of the screen to to sort of you don't jump, you inflate. Uh, and you need momentum to sort of get some height. If you just do it on the spot, he just inflates. But if you're moving into it, then obviously you can jump at the same time. Um, and it's great, and it uses a lot of those like little elements to to press switches. Uh, there's lots of like cool little. Uh, there was a little bit that did, did anyone did either of you used to play Downfall? Have you ever played the, the game no. Downfall? You played this, Chinny? 
You play downfall. Yes, no. Yeah, I guess that's. Uh, a no. Is that a board game? It's kind of. It's it's like the plastic game where you have to turn you the turn, you turn the things and you have your coins go to the bottom. Correct. Yes. Exactly. Yeah, I know what downfall is. I used to love that game. Well, there's a couple of elements in this game with that, and it, one of them was just really brilliantly done. Really, really cool. Uh, but it uses a lot of physics, which I really like about it, and it just looks beautiful. It's just a beautiful, beautiful looking game, and uh, yeah, I'm really enjoying it. I've played a load of it since I was giving it, so uh, I guess all I can say is thanks to Gaza for, for giving me a, a brilliant free game. Is this, is this free, though, or do you have to buy it? No, no, it's a, you have to pay for it. Okay. Thanks it's not to a free him game, for buying but, but it was free to me. Thank you. It does look pretty good. Yeah, I'm looking at it. Yeah. It is amazing. Yeah. It's, it's definitely not a Woz game, anyway. It's just a great game. It's a little platformer, basically, isn't it? Yeah, but a really well done platformer. Yeah. You know, like I say, it uses Did a lot you mention of that you play a ball of fluff? Did you mention that? No, I didn't mention that. It, it looks like, I'll tell you what it looks like. You know those things you used to get on dashboards like that you used to stick on with a little layer yeah. on? Yeah. It looks like one of those. Hmm. It looks like one of those. And even just like when you squash him, his eyes pop out and stuff, you know, so he just he just looks great. <laughs> He's got these little touches that just so make it excellent. A ball, a fluffy ball with eyes and a moustache. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. And it, it has got a little bit of a story that some, some you know, rogue nicked all his cash. So you, you're basically getting all your cash back. Uh, and it, as the game goes on, it becomes more and more Super Meat Boy-ish as well. There's a lot of circular saw discs and spikes and insta-death moments. Mm. Uh, so it's not an easy game either. It's certainly got a lot of challenge to it. So, yeah, totally recommend it. Honestly, it's so, so, so good. So I've had a really good week this week. I've played some great games. Yeah. So, yeah, but, but a Dark Room is probably the best of them. So, yeah, I can't recommend that enough. Um so that's it for me. So I think it's some news time for news, baby. Putting news first. Chinny, what's in the news this week? Well, hang on. I got peanut in my uh, teeth. Away. Oh, okay, one sec. I just need to wash my uh, nuts down. <laughs> oh. <laughs> need to disinfect them as well, I'm guessing. Porn! Porn, porn, porn! I even like yeah. saying the word. Porn, porn, porn. <laughs> there you go, is that the headline? <laughs> Everybody knows what it is. Most people look at it. But porn, everyone. Apple rejects porn because porn. Um, it was an accident. Uh, it was a mistake. Apple's rejection of papers, please, due to pornographic content. Apparently, that was a mistake. Creators, uh, creator Lucas Pope, which is probably one of the coolest names I've ever heard in my life, uh, told me, this is Kotaku, via email that nudity will be patched into the iPad version soon. He also explained what led to all this happening. Check out the story something something. Do I have to read that now? Yeah, let's read out. So what what went wrong? Because basically the, the first story was that Apple considered the nudity in Papers, Please, to be pornographic and therefore would not uh, pass his game <laughs> um, to be appearing on the store. Okay, here we go. Um, so, yeah, I mean, you know, you see them partially clothed. Uh, there's, there's, there's bits in... 
papers, please, where you have to scan people that go through because they might have uh, weapons, contraband on them, and you see, you know, Fanny and all, right? You know, you, you see it all. Yeah, I mean, it was funny because obviously Millie's played this game. Yeah. And the first time that happened, she's like, ooh, they've got no clothes on and stuff. And I'm like, yep. <laughs> you know, so there you go. Well, it is. Um, but in the uh, newer version, they are partially clothed. They uh, they have like a you know the underwear on, so that's that's that. Yeah. So why? So no, but now he's he sent an email. There's an update, isn't there, saying why it oh. happened? What do you, what do you Come on, that's what we're what we're interested in is why did it? Why did they make the mistake? Oh, where's the update? Oh, yeah. It's right near the bottom. It's a huge oh my god! It's a huge one. Is it that? Oh, and the article's big as well. Oh yeah. All right. Okay. Um, uh, this is Lucas Pope. Um, Pope Lucas. Uh, I submitted a build of the game last month that was content identical to the desktop version, except the nudity settings defaulted to off. I chose 17 plus for the rating after two weeks in review. That version got rejected for violating rule 18.1, covering pornographic material. They specifically pointed out that the function functionality of the scanner, which shows characters nude or in their underwear. The wording of their rejection made me think that even showing immigrants in their underwear would be a violation. So I asked directly, is it enough is it enough to disable the option for full nudity? Uh, this would leave the models visible in their underwear. That got response. Uh, that got the response. This is him paraphrasing. We don't approve. We don't approve apps, but that sounds like it would pass. Um, for some reason, Apple have moved to Scotland, and appealing uh, a rejection is a separate process and takes an unknown amount of time. The tone of the rejection. Uh, and the long review time spooked me enough to not attempt it. Uh, apps reviews uh, slow. Uh, apps review. Apps app. Apps review. What the fuck? App reviews slow way down during the holiday. Re- fuck me. App review slow way down during the holiday rush because it's a fucking <laughs> holiday rush. Please, what are you gonna do? Uh, so even though I felt. Even though I felt that I had a good chance on appeal, I didn't want to hold up the release any longer. I removed the checkbox, disabled the full new content, and lowered it to 12+, plus, resubmitted it, and it was approved in a week. My rough plan was to add the nudity back in an update that, uh, and use that to force an appeal. Uh, it turns out I shouldn't have planned ev- uh, I, uh, even roughly. Uh, Apple contacted me today on the phone and said that the initial rejection was a UI-related misunderstanding and that if I resubmitted it with the nudity restored, it would pass immediately. It's hard to say if this is because of the negative coverage, but they did sound sincere that it was just a mistake by the reviewer and they wanted to get it sorted for my sake. I don't know what exactly what the misunderstanding I don't know what the misunderstanding was, but my guess is that seeing the app Seeing the nudity checkbox in the game settings was enough to red flag it. If I was an app reviewer slogging through submissions, I'd probably make the same call. Yeah, I find that hard to believe. I mean, the, the, the reason being, I mean, you know, I know that, but these guys review the games for submission or the app, so whatever. 
they're, they're going to have a look at what it is, aren't they? They're going to check it's a game. They're going to check what the game's about. It's it's a fairly big game. This it's not like something no one's ever heard. Well, but no, that's true for you. That may not be true for Apple. And these people are probably checking hundreds and hundreds of games all the time. They don't have time for playing actual games. You don't know. Yeah, they, they probably they, they work all day. They review games. They have to submit a report. You know, to go back to it, send the report off, I suppose, or whatever they do, and then play another game. Yes. They probably don't go. I agree. Home. They probably don't go. Home and go you know what, love? I'm gonna play some fucking more video games. I'll see do you, you later. Do you know what though, Chini? Do you know what though, Chini? If your customers, you did a video for them and you went, yeah, well, I didn't edit it properly because I didn't have the time because I've got all these other films to edit, so I didn't bother doing yours properly. Dude, Would that be did. acceptable to your customers? Well, it sounds like they did because they obviously didn't review it properly, did they? In the yeah, first place, depends on what you mean by properly. Well, he says the reviewer made a mistake, you so he obviously didn't review it properly. Conclusion did about what the game. Mm-hmm. You can only go off the evidence, can't you? That's in front of you. Well, I agree, but my point is that given the sheer number of garbage things, I couldn't come up with a sentence there. Uh huh. <laughs> yeah, that was very good grammar for an English teacher. Decisions, you know, and and you know, like I said, if it says or like the article says, if it has a setting for nudity. That's probably the first thing they look at, and they go, you know what? Not for us. It's probably a computer bot. I even, went, oh, nudity. Given all the stuff they have to sift through, I wouldn't be surprised, and I wouldn't blame them. Yeah. It makes Apple look a bit dickish, though, doesn't it? it I, I don't think anybody's going to pay attention to this, really. Oh, yeah, they did. It was all over the place. All right, well, I didn't see Oh, it. yeah, yeah. It couldn't move for this. It was all over the place, man. Because, I mean, look, this guy Riots. has a big following. Riots. He tweeted. He tweeted on his Twitter, you know, and he'll have a lot of followers <laughs> on he Twitter. He followed that up with a tweet that said, eh, it's all sorted, not a big deal. Yeah, yeah, he did. He did, but I'm saying that's, it's you know. Look, how, look whoa, whoa, whoa. how many people do Apple phone up and go, oh, do you know that app of yours? Oh, well, actually, it's going to be fine with the nudity, and don't worry, mate. They don't just phone people up randomly, do they? They'll go, like you said, they have thousands of apps to review every single day. Do you think they phone any of those people? It's going to be a big deal. It's not going to be a big deal. Nobody really cares. No, no, I'm not saying that it is now, but obviously it was a big enough deal for Apple to phone him. Well, I, This I, is already boring me. Let's move on. <laughs> yeah, it is. Anyway, move on. Prove my point. Shut up. Move oh, on to God. the next story. Okay. Uh, <laughs> prove your point. Very good. Okay. Cross, carry cross, on. Carry that on. Off, cross that off. Wait for this to load. Very good. Xbox One overtakes the PlayStation 4 sales in November in the UK <laughs> and US. Oh my God. The Xbox One go. sold more units than the PlayStation 4 in the UK and the US this November, marking it the first time Microsoft has done anything right since the release of that fucking stupid console. Uh, <laughs> what? You're an owner as well. That's rather funny. Hey, th- doesn't mean he you agrees with everything the company does. Maybe anything yeah. the company does. How <laughs> do you think I got through high school? Self-deprecation is probably the best forms of and you know defense. Okay, uh, this is a quote. So, what accent do you want me to do it in? Jewish. Okay. November set a new record for sales on the Xbox One, and Xbox One was the best-selling console in the US and UK. Oh my God, I'm feeling really gay. I'm feeling verklempt. I'm a gay Jewish man, (laughs) said the corporate vice president of the Xbox uh, Xbox marketing, Mike. I hope Mike Nichols never listens to this show because I just. I hope uh, he never does. We'll try to do something. Derek K as in 
Come Joke, I'm trying to talk. Responses to the holiday lineup of games on the Xbox One was incredible. With the Xbox One fans buying more games in November in the US. Oh, 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 it was fantastic. You should have been down. I got votes. Did any of the gym platforms enjoy over 157 million hours of gameplay? I played my Xbox One, my neighbor was playing my Xbox One, everybody was playing the Xbox One. Sunset Overdrive, get out of here. Um, apparently, Xbox console activity is at all time high. More fans logged into Xbox Live across Xbox One and 360 and enjoyed more entertainment than any other month in the history of Xbox. I knew it was a good console. I knew it was a good service. Everybody denied me, but I got vaults. Here we go. Um. <laughs> We love to see the excitement <laughs> from our fans <laughs> and our great great for their passion. I don't know what I'm this doing. This is how the juice should be done every week. It's great. Go on, carry on. <laughs> like, it, it, it ran like butter. It ran like butter. Have you seen her legs? Butter. Okay, uh, US Styles tracking the company MPD, which no one pays attention to apart from podcasts. On the gaming topic, uh, noted that the PlayStation 4 and the Xbox One sales are now almost 80% higher than the combined total of the PlayStation 3 and Xbox 360 sales after 30 months on the market. The MPD also noted that this latest generation, I can hear Duke falling asleep, uh, of consoles That's sold on, 3% more. Fine, go ahead. Uh, 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 they noticed that the, this latest generation of consoles sold 3% more than it did during the November of last year. Elsewhere, Nintendo announced that... Yeah, we whoa, all... whoa, Just a minute. Just a minute. Can we just come back? Oi, oi, just oi. a minute. I want to make a point. I want to make a point. And a joke. I want to make a point. Go away. And the point is this. And the point is this. When they launched, they were, they, first of all, they were much more expensive. Oh, I hate you. And now they've they've obviously been doing all these like bundles with loads of games thrown in. So of course they're going to sell more this November than they did last November so when they launched. Money. Come on. Yeah, what a stupid quote. And the other thing is, the other thing is this this almost eight percent higher than combined total of PS3 and 360. Well, for about the first six months of the 360s launch, there were no consoles to buy. They didn't have enough of them. Yeah. Did you ever think about that? Chief? Okay. Yeah. With this generation, they had plenty of them at launch. Can I do my line now? Go on, you can do your line now. What? All right. MPD also announced that last generation consoles sold 3% more than it did during November of last year. Elsewhere, Nintendo also announced that they have a console out at the same time. That's funny. You know what I mean? That's funny. That's comedy right there. You (laughs) fucked it up. You fucked it up. Um, What am I supposed to say you were going to say? I'm always spewing out comedy gold, Stu. You have to be there to catch my, my vomit. Uh, like butter like butter okay the week of November the 23rd was the biggest single week of the Wii U hardware sales since the system launched in whatever the fuck it launched and sales for the console were up 10% by teenage boys that wanted to fantasize about a character that had a dress for her hair do you know that I know it would be cool it would be cool if it's Bayonetta that's driving the sales but I know it probably isn't did you see Bayonetta? Did you see her hair to die for? I want to go where she goes for the hair. Okay. Um, this, shall we do the top ten 
selling games in the US retail for November. Seen us there. At number 10 is Halo Chief Master Don't Work Collection. At number 9, it's Assassin's Creed Don't Fucking Work Either. At number 8, it's NBA Who Gives a Shit. At number 7, it's Poke That Motherfucking Thing on the Bus. No one cares about that. I don't know whether. Uh, it's the joke. Kid. What'd you uh, Carry on. At number 6, it's a far cry for this game. Pokemon, no, no, it's Far Cry. Uh, number five, it's Pokemon Afro Sapphire. Oh my god, when will they stop with this stupid shit monster game? At uh, number four, it's Madden, some sort of football game, I believe. At uh, number three, it's Super Smash Brothers Brawl, or Wii, or you, or fucking Melee, whatever, it's probably the same. At uh, number two, it's the greatest game ever invented by man, it's Grand Theft Auto V. Yes, I will buy it again. Yes, I don't care that it's exactly the same. Oh my god, let's play it again. At uh, number one, it's Call of Duty. Kevin Spacey edition. It is. Uh, it's it's nice to see GTA Five there at number two. To be honest, that's cool. That is cool. Why? Yeah, because it's just cool to see a game that was released last year uh, ending up at number two in the, the charts last year. The underdog, the little indie game that is GTA. <laughs> let's let's put yeah, that. Yeah, we've got to remember most people who are probably playing this have probably played it already. Yeah, it just know, had it on the right previous console, and that's why it's cool. Like it's the power of GTA. It's like Boris Joe. Okay. Uh, it is. It is. Listen, that was that that news article went very well. By the way, that that was funny, funny stuff. You you go. You listeners are lucky. God, yeah, um, very lucky. Okay, Steam holiday sale. Apparently, play, people play games on their personal computers. I don't know if you know about this. This is, I, know, uh, I knew nothing about this. That's crazy talk. This is a thing. Eurogamer can confirm that the Steam Holiday Sale will run from Thursday the 18th of December, which is the day that this podcast, get, podcast gets released. Um, so if you're listening to this on the day that it was uploaded, go! If you're listening to this on the second, if you're listening to this on the second of January 2015, then you're fucked. Um, word of the sale first broke online earlier today when a selection of Japanese crap games, PayPal, sorry, Japanese PayPal users were. Whenever I say the word Japanese, I usually follow it with crap games. I apologise. When a selection of Japanese PayPal users were emailed about its start date, a Reddit user uh, then shared their email revealing 18th of December as the day that Valve will begin its big discounts. So Gabe Newell will have you sitting on his knee asking you what games you want for Christmas, little boy or girl. Um, yeah, I mean, have you got any your eye on any games, Duke? I've got my eye on a few. The sale just ended. How do I have my eye on anything? I don't know. I'm just asking. No, I have my eye on. You see, I, I've got my eye on on three particular games. I wish I'd like you'd tell to us because I have a feeling. I know. I, I <laughs> thought you'd like to know. I thought you'd like to know. Dude, sort of. Um, go ahead. Yeah. So the so the three games I am I'm kind of interested in getting my like, like mitts on if they're at a cheap enough price. You know, they've got to be cheap. Uh, is the Evil Within because I think that might be discounted quite well. Maybe. You know, that might be discounted. Uh, the Forest. Oh yeah. If that's discounted yeah, enough, I might. 64 bit. I've got 64 bit. I'm fine. Trust me, I'm I'm fine. Uh, and this war of mine, oh, yeah, I might I'm be keen interested. To play that. So the, those are the three I'm kind of interested in. If they go on sale, have you have you seen this gem thing? This gem. Yeah, I looked thing at that. that. I didn't mess with it. I actually converted like three 
um, like trading cards into gems. And then it was like, you have 500 gems. And I was like, oh, sweet. And then it's like, the cheapest game on auction is like 7,000 gems. I was like, all right, I'm never getting that. No, there's not. No, 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 no. They're not. They're not. They did on mine. It was like eighty thousand gems was the top bid or something ridiculous. Yeah, but I said, well, there's a, but there's a hundred of each game. Didn't I say this? So one? they have a hundred. Is my mic working? Hello. Well, they, what, yes. what? Sworn I said the cheapest game was five thousand gems. Yeah, but they're not. That, that's not how much they are. What? There's a hundred of each game, so the first top bid gets the first copy, then the second top bid. So there might only be one person that's bid seven thousand. Okay. So there's a hundred. There's a hundred of each game available. Okay. So there's only like, but it only tells you what you know the what? highest. Or trying to figure this out, so I can't imagine. Well, I was a bit like that. I'll be honest with you. I was looking for the how do I convert all my cards at the same time into gems, which there isn't. So you have to do them. One at a time. So, who the hell had time to convert to eighty thousand gems? I have no idea. Idiots. It must have taken them like days. Yep. Daisy. Daisy. Yeah. Yeah, So there you go. Um, Yes. (laughs) So that's all I'm interested in, really. Uh, Those three. I'll 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 wait for the sale. I have bid on this war of mine two thousand and whatever gems I got, but I doubt I'll get it. Yep. This war of my... Hey, hey, t- hey t- uh, talking about sales and Steam and whatever, whatever the hell you was talking about, I yeah. had a game on my wish list that went on sale and then it de-sailed. Yes. That's a thing. Uh, what was that? <laughs> is that g- grammatically correct there, Duke? Is that, no, is that, could that work? It'll do. We know what you, you, know mean. What you mean. It's all that matters. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is that what you put on your, your students' work? Uh, <laughs> we know what you mean. I uh, I, I de-sleeped, basically stayed awake. Uh, no, so I um, I had a game called Space Base DF something. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. DF9 or DS9 or whatever I like the, the idea is. of a space base game. Yes. And it yeah. went down from $14, or sorry, £14 sterling to £5 yeah. sterling. Oh, that's tempting at five. I missed it, I missed it a, a, by a day. I would have got that. What are you going to do? What are you going to do, mate? The the thing is, it'll probably be on sale in the sale, though, because if they'd sort of discount them earlier, they'd tend to discount them. In case people don't know how to win a Steam sale, this is how it works. You put items on your wish list that you're interested in getting, but you don't get them right away when the Steam sale goes live. What you do is you wait to see if they go on daily deals, and if they're not down to like 50 or 75%, then don't get them if they're not on a daily deal. And then on the last day of the Steam sale, if you really want the thing and it hasn't been on a daily deal, then you can get it. There you go. Good advice from Duke. That's, that's that how you win the game. People. Eric just said that. Take it home, would you? There you go. <laughs> so there you go. Is that it? Is there anything else to talk about? Oh, Any I, other I, stuff? I, I forgot what we started news, to be honest. Um, yes. <laughs> Right, okay. I just remembered my Steam login, so I'm very happy about that. Okay, here we go. Here's some news that will cheer Duke up. Oh, yeah. I don't, I'm not unhappy, for the record. Duke, listen. Yeah. I know you very well. Cheer the fuck up. You know what I mean? I just, cheer up. Smile for once. Uh, a video game called The Last Guardian is still in development. Oh, yeah. Um, uh, though work is progressing. Quote, 
under completely new conditions. Uh, that's according to game creator. I don't know how to say his name. That was very bad. Uh, the See, that's, code. that's code for for the PS4. No, yeah. that's code for we started again. <laughs> so, yes, um, the it was yes. the game cre- creator, uh, Famuto Yuda. Yeah, that'll do. It'll do. We know that'll what you do. He's a guy. He's a dude. He, he, he's, he knows what he's doing. You know what I mean? He knows what he's doing. Uh, that's the scope of the project. Continue. Uh, the scope of the project continues to amazing. When asked what his most memorable PlayStation moment was, he responded, "Quote: uh, The Last Guardian. Yeah, you know, by which I mean all the hardships and unforeseen amount of time required. There was originally a thought. Uh, he was then asked specifically about a project that he worked on in 2014." or one that is coming out in the future. He once again elected to talk about The Last Guardian, and his choice of words is leading people to speculate that this means that it's now a PlayStation 4 title. Uh, Of course it is. Quote, Talks for sure computer entertainment uh, and The Last Guardian have been ironed out, and we're making progress under completely new conditions. I'm also working on some other things, like this new toilet roll dispenser. (laughs) Chinny's making that last def- part up, people. He's not. It's true. <laughs> Spencer. It's true. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so, you know, it's, I don't know. It's still still happening, peeps. Yeah, I mean, I'm sort of impressed that they've come out and said that it's still happening, but it's definitely going to be on the PS4, because of course, why are now, at this point, would you release it on the PS3? It's, it's another typical Stuart non-news, isn't it? It's like, big, duh. Um, okay, uh, what else? Well, IGN obviously had the same thought because that's why they published it. Yeah, so if you're mm, going to yeah, get mad at Stu, you need to get yeah, but, yeah, get mad at IGN, man. Don't get mad at me. Desperate for news, like they're just like they'll put any shit up. Like Ant moves on a video game in the street. Well, obviously, desperate um, as well. So yeah. yeah, well, you know, look, we're just yeah, but we're I don't know. Who cares? Uh, anyway, carry on. Take two. Criticizes Talia. I'll just read this myself. So <laughs> okay, involved GTA. He's going to read yes, it to himself. Uh, the greatest game was ever made by the greatest developer in the world uh, is also in the news. Uh, Wait, Tech oh, interact- it's out. No, no, no. Good. Interactive president Carl Slatoff uh, has criticised Target and Kmart over their decision not to sell Grand Theft Auto V in Australia. As reported by GameSpot, Slatov called... Uh, now, I, I think he's Hungarian. Uh, he's definitely a Hungarian guy, I reckon. Sorry, what did you say? Russian? Yes, I didn't think so. Yeah, yeah, Russian, he's Russian. <laughs> I've got a dollar one of fucking Hungarian. <laughs> um, Slatov uh, called the bad ball uh, leadership decision uh, that flies in the face of everything that a free society based on. Um, in a talk to BMO Capital Markets Technology and Digital Media Conference, that sounds like the most boring thing in the world. Slatoff argued that by removing the game from sale, the retailers in question were overstepping their boundaries and making decisions for consumers. If you don't like it, then it's offensive to you. But then don't buy it, you stupid, stupid pricks, he said. <laughs> we have 35... If anybody listens to this and they actually... Like, they could sue us. Like, anyway. Um, we have 34 million people who have bought Grand Theft Auto 5, yes? I mean, even though it's not as good as 4 because it has, like, you know, like people that talk like me in it, but... 
whatever. Um, if these folks had their way, none of these people would be able to buy Grand Theft Auto. Huh? Think about it. Crazy, huh? Um, uh, yeah, I don't know. It's, it, it, they're not selling it in, in Down Under. Now, let me... I mean, did... Was it, okay, was it sold on the PS3 and 360, though? Is it just the, since it's been re-released that they've taken it off, or did they never I sell it? I think it is because it's been really... Well, yeah. Yeah, it must be, yeah. yeah. Just weird, isn't weird, it? Weird, yeah. I think the only thing I would say, and I, I've always said this, yes, there are there are some distasteful things that the game makes you do. So it isn't all completely voluntary, you know. There's obviously yeah, the... Like, like drive a Prius. I mean, who wants to do that? Exactly. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it's it, Take you that. know. There's obviously well, they were trying to save the earth. <laughs> there's obviously the split sniper mission that you have to do, yeah, uh, which I is particularly. Getting, I think you're more getting at the the, the torture scene there, and the yes, fact you can have yeah, sex exactly. with prostitutes. He's probably yeah, but that's big, voluntary, big. isn't it? You don't have to do that, and I think that's the the differentiating oh, thing for me. Saying that you're not going to have sex with prostitutes in Grand Theft Auto, I was like saying that you're not going to rob a car in Grand Theft Auto. I've never done it. I've never done it in any Grand Theft Auto I, game. I, I know you're lying. I'm not lying. No, that is the god honest truth. I have no, never done it. Or I believe you. <laughs> Fair enough. Believe what you want, but it's the truth. But did you do it? Uh, no, I've never done. It. See. See? I, never did. I just don't believe you anymore then. I did it, actually, though. To be fair, I did do it in Metro 2033 uh, and yeah. also in Metro Last Light. That's just too far, Stu. Yeah. <laughs> no. We're having a good time. We're, having a, we're talking about video games. You take it too far. What are you, what are you, you doing? Know, so I did do it. I did do it in those two games, but I haven't done it in a Grand Theft Auto game. <laughs> um, but I don't know. It's just I just find it a little bit just weird. You know what I mean? It's like the, the the I don't know what the Australian thing is really. It's almost like they treat adults like the kids. You know what I mean? It's you know the grown That's adults just, out there. Kids, the adults. It's all upside down. Ha! It is um, all upside down. Right. Okay. Yeah. Other news now. Father makes his son play uh, video game history chronologically. Now this yeah. is I think what most pair most dads would like to do to their kids, but eventually they get exposed. You know, because of school friends to Minecraft, and it's like, Dad, I want to play Minecraft. You go, oh my god! Next, you're gonna say you want to eat every day. Go away! You're the neediest kid. <laughs> okay. Um, for the last ten years, Andy Bayo, whatever I, I don't know, he says his name, uh, has been performing an experiment on his son. And when he stopped doing the experiment, he also did let him play some video games. It is equal parts cruel and fascinating. Rather than let him play whatever video game he wanted, Bayo made his boy work his way through um, modernity by playing through the history of video games chronologically, starting with 1979's Galactian. All right, whatever. Galactian. I don't know. My brother was born in 1979. I was playing that game last week. Good for you. That's uh, his, his son Elliot starred in ET. No, he didn't. His son <laughs> Elliot was born in 2004. So Bayo had this week uh, published the findings of his decade-long experiment in forced nostalgia and questionable parenting. Uh, interestingly, my niece and nephew were born in 2004, so I could have done with them. Okay, uh, the point was to let his son explore the history of the medium and how it has transformed over the decades, maybe giving him a pr- appreciation of older and newer but cruder games uh, that he might otherwise dis- dismiss as relics. 
Elliot uh, was given his first video games on his fourth birthday. Those games was whatever the stupid game that Stu played, that Galaxian. Galaxian. Uh, yeah. Rally X, which was made in 1980. Uh, Bosconian. Classic. Uh, which is 1981. Dig Dug. Never heard of that. 1982. Pac-Man. Never heard of it. 1980. Super Pac-Man. 1982. Pac-Man Plus. 1982. And Pac-Man Pal. Wow. When people say that Assassin's Creed is cashing in, check out the shit Pac-Man was doing in the early days. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm um, guessing you like Pac-Man. By the way, have you seen this guy's dad? He is, he is a, like, a full-on nerd. He does look like an extra from the OT crowd. By the way. He does. He does. I I was an extra in the OT crowd. How ironic that joke. <laughs> uh, the next uh, was the Atari 2600, and then the NES, and then the Super Nintendo, and so on. And by God, whether it was working or not, it sounds like Elliot was kicking ass. Uh, here's some tweets from Andy Bayo. Uh, Elliot got level 5 in Pack and Pal, an obscure Japanese Pack man only sequel in 1983, all by himself. Pretty badass. Another tweet says, Elite just beat the first Zelda entirely... Elite, sorry. Elliot. Elliot, you're getting into the PC gaming crowd, you, man. Elite. That's that's funny, so I'll let you have that. Subliminal, man. Subliminal. Elliot just beat the first Zelda entirely by himself. I only helped him by showing him a map of Dungeon 9. That's my boy. Um, I know this is a bit long-winded, but we'll get through it. Uh, The experiment ended by the time they got to the games released around the time of Elliot's birth, with stuff like Katamari and Shadow of the Colossus. What did they find? Well, not only has Elliot developed a strong taste for roguelikes, he's also become frontally good at video games, to a point where he can complete Spelunky via Hell and reach the nuclear throne, which means fuck all to me. Most importantly... (laughs) though, is the fact that he can appreciate a game for what it is, not how much money was spent on how flashy it looks. Uh, This is a quote from him. Elliot's early exposure to two games with limited graphics uh, insulated him from flashy, hyper-realistic graphics found in today's AAA games. Uh, Quote, he can appreciate retro graphics in his own terms and focus on the gameplay. My hope is that the experiment instilled a lifelong appreciation for the smaller, weirder, more intimate games in him go make it he sounds like me weird games there you go you see and like that it. boy elliot changed his name to Stuart fowler and here he is he did uh, now, here i am very <laughs> interesting um yeah and uh, maybe maybe elliot is going to play the games that he did miss out on like minecraft and go dad you bastard i could have been playing this yeah, brilliant play stuff. Shit. Yeah, um yeah there you go so he has an appreciation there for nice cool so there you go. I reckon that's about all the news we've got time for this week. So uh, on that note, it's time for some emails. We've got quite a few this week. So that's cool. Whoa, that rule. Uh, so the first email we have this week is called Office Pranks. There you go, Office Pranks. And he says, uh, it's from uh, Borbag420. There you go. He says, hey, lads. Hey. Hey, up. And an advanced Merry Christmas. Well done on another great year of podcasts, where you still seem to get better every week as you argue more. Yeah, as you argue more and tell Stu to shut up. Uh, One day he may even listen. 
Yeah, it's never going to happen. Uh, I know Chinny is now on season nine of The Office, and I wonder if he has ever considered using any of the Jim's pranks on Dwight at his own workplace. Um, well, no, because I feel like Dwight. Yes, go on, Duke. Sorry, go ahead. Um, what what thought, was that? What was that? Don't you watch it? Ah, oh, right. Yeah, well, that's not the British no, one. Not, what are you I'm not going to play the British theme song. That's stupid. I used to be like you, Stuart. I used to be like you. It's not the British one. But then I saw, one, I saw the light. I saw the light. Anyway, um, yeah, I feel like you know Dwight, um, especially in the early days of the of the office, um, sort of deserved a lot of what he got. But in the later seasons, he, he definitely doesn't really deserve it anymore. Um, no, I don't. I don't play any pranks really because the problem with playing pranks is once you play a prank, they are very likely to play it back. So it depends if you want to start a war, and. Uh, if you're gonna if you're gonna start a war, then you know pick your battles. Is what I say. If you start playing pranks, then you end up becoming you know a hobbit, and you have to go take the ring. Exactly. Yeah. That's no, that's always a plays problem. Bilbo's. And what's become of you, my love? There you go. <laughs> <laughs> this is, he's got a question for you, Duke. I want to well. listen to the live version of Duke performing that song. That's only <laughs> that would be great. <laughs> Actually, you should record you that. You should record that for the Christmas the show. Um, the <laughs> hey, don't spoil it. Don't do it now. Don't do it now. Uh, Duke, he says, also, has any of Duke's students ever gotten him with a good prank? Um, No. Not really. No. No. My students Never. don't prank me. I, 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 you must have been much fun at It school. might be because I'm like kind of stern, but I think it's more likely because my students just aren't. They it's either they they have too much respect for me or they don't care enough about me to like go out of their way or like I just don't think students prank much at all these days. I haven't seen uh, any pranks uh, happen. I mean, I'll be honest. Our our seniors like ostensibly do a prank every year, but. I the last prank I heard about was like they just like turned on all the faucets in all the bathrooms or something. Like, it was the lamest prank in the world. I was like that's not a prank. It's not very. It good. was ridiculous. Um, um, I was got on one to work with a very with a very good prank. I've got to say. I'll be the judge. Uh, hook line, hook line and sinker bit. One day I came back. I'd been somewhere. I came back to the office and someone said, "Oh, uh, someone phoned for you earlier. They've asked can you ring them back." So I was like, oh, "All right, okay." Uh, so I went in the office, and this was, you know, before we had 0854 numbers and all that jive, you know, all these weird sort of premium rate lines for businesses and stuff. Uh, so it was just a, a standard telephone number, and, then, and it, it, it just had a name, Mr. Lion, spelled L-Y-O-N. So I was like, oh, okay. So I rings this number, obviously, and it was, again, it was before there were, you know, like recorded messages on stuff. So you, you sort of got straight through to an actual person you could speak to. Um, so anyway, the phone rang and this voice said, hello. And I, and I didn't, you know, when you're not really listening and I said, hello, I, I said, really uh, yeah, exactly. I said, uh, can I, can I speak to Mr. Lion, please? And this voice only went, excuse me. And I said, can I, can I speak to me? I've been left a message to phone up and, and ask for Mr. Lion. And they went, yeah, I think someone's having you on, mate. Yeah. And I said, Lion. I said, I'm so- I said, sorry. 
this is Blackpool Zoo. <laughs> so there you oh, go. Yeah. So there's yeah, a similar Mr. prank that like I played on someone that was like passed around on a text thing where he says like ring this number I, I can't you know I, I need you to ring this number it's urgent and ask for it, um, Elizabeth. All right. And the number was to Buckingham Palace. There you go. That's funny. There you go. That is. So yes, I was I was gotten big time with that one. Yeah, Feng Chewy once um, uh, took the the ball out of the mouse and and uh, stuck it on the ceiling with blue tack. So that was that was kind of funny, I guess. So I was like, I couldn't understand why the mouse wasn't working on the computer. Oh, I see. And then it would see the ball. It was before again before laser mice. You know, it was when it had actual balls. Yeah, but the like the laser one, you could just put some tape on the bottom. Yeah, you can do that as well. Yeah. You can do that as well. Uh, I came into work once and the, the whole keyboard was uh, cling filmed. Does this uh, happen a lot to you? Yeah, Feng Chui used to do a lot of stuff like that. I used to, you'd be in the office working and whilst you were in there, he used to put like loads of strips of sellotape across the doorway. Uh, so when you obviously walked out, you ended up with about 15 strips of sellotape stuck to you in various parts of your body. Yeah, so he, he used to come up with all sorts of like stuff. It was it was very fun. It was very funny back in the day. Uh, so yeah, so thank you. I think that's it. Let's uh, carry on. Uh, my own personal favourite. So when Jim pretends to be Dwight, and it, when he gets the Asian guy to pretend he is Jim. Oh yeah, that, uh, is, that is a good one. Kevin deserves an honourable mention for his chilly moment as that's well. That's not a prank though. I mean, that's a good moment. Nice. P.S. Chinny. I'm on the top 100 on pool now, so bring it on. Yeah, I do. I do need to um, do that. Yeah. So all the best, ball bag 420. So uh, thank you for that. I guess it's good. It's good. We like the old uh, emails. Keep them coming. Thank you, ball bag. And the next. Thank you all. And the next one's from Derek Sands, and he says it's the perfect ten. He it's says season's the- greetings. I better give a little two for me. Uh, season's greetings to the three wise men of video gaming, but that's enough about the Game Punches podcast. Ah, that's a funny guy. Yeah, that's a funny guy. This is a chance for the veteran gamers to inform, educate, and entertain even more than usual. Is that possible? Is it really possible, though? Here, wait. What, what, anyway. Uh, what, comment. He says, anyway, I've come to realise that over the last few years, my TV watching has gone down dramatically, uh, whilst my podcast listening has gone up in equal measure. Podcast. I regularly listen to seven podcasts, but I'm hoping the VG team can bump that number up to a nice round ten. Here are the seven that I listen to in no no particular order or preference, but I'm sure you know which one is the best. Ding dong. Uh, at the top is the veteran gamer, so I'm guessing that's, that's definitely the best, isn't it? <laughs> There's other. Uh, the didactic syncast oh, when Christ one of them moves out. A piece of shit. Uh, Giant Bob, uh, Game Punches, the Overseas Connection, the Game Informer Show, and the Boss Wave. So, can each member of the VG team suggest one other podcast that I should my listen brother, to? My brother and me, it is the funniest show ever made. You know, I've listened, I've never been that, I've never oh, got into I that. I love that show. I gave it a go, and I was like, yeah, it's all right. It's awesome. I wasn't blown away. Well, then you're stupid. I wasn't blown away. Uh, I guess so. Good enough. Uh, so there you go. My brother, my brother, and me, Chinny. Um, it, it's become very popular. You might, you might 
be doing this yourself. Uh, the, the, the serial thing. This yeah. American Life. Have you right. heard of it? No. I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Or haven't. Okay. It all. all right. It's, it's called Serial. And it's, it's as in serial killer. Right. But right. Not as in serial, as in a, a breakfast No, so serial. serial with an S. Okay. And right. um, it is a woman. I've just added my brother, my brother and me, by the way. Awesome. So I've just realised that I've, I've never, I've never listened to it. Right. So hold on. Um, I just want to yeah. so just do a bit of. Uh, I want to do this justice because. Okay, let me tell you on this. It is a woman. I can't find her name, so forgive me. But um, it is a. It, she, I'm not sure what her job role is, but she's not a detective. She's not someone. She doesn't work for the police. Um, as far as I know, I don't think she's a journalist. So I think she's a writer, maybe. Uh, however, right, she has been fascinated. She, she, she's very interested in sort of murders and crime, things like that. And this case came to her where a, a young girl in 1999 called Hei Min Lee uh, got, she was strangled. She was strangled. Uh, this is real life. And the, the, the person that I got accused of strangling her uh, got sentenced to jail. And he, to this day, admits that he didn't do it. And there's a lot of things about the case that don't add up. So this podcast is very, very, very well produced. It's mixed fantastically. She's so good at presenting it and, and talking through it and explaining it. And she interviews members of the family, you know, girlfriends, boyfriends, friends, old friends that haven't seen the people for 15 years it's it's a fantastic show i love it i'm addicted to it it is fascinating and it's all real and it's sort of ongoing uh, she's still trying to find out if the person that was accused of the murder actually did the murder and she regularly talks to him she and did it did he get convicted of he it? he got convicted of it there was an appeal yeah. lost the appeal um she rings him in jail and he gets cut off because they they only the, the, the conversations only last 30 minutes because of the calls you know it's it's very real she's she's very good um she thinks of many things that you think of you think well what about that and then she, she does an episode about that one thing like, oh my god like i was thinking of that and then sometimes she just thinks of things that you just wasn't even thinking about she runs through the whole day with her colleague just amazing absolutely blown away i am addicted it is like a real life murder novel but it's actually real and if that person did commit that murder he's a very very good liar if he didn't it is tragic yeah, that happens though, doesn't it? I guess. Um, I'll definitely give that a listen. I've never heard of that. Serial. So I recommend it. Please. It sounds it. cool. It is fantastic. There's only 11 episodes at the moment, but she's doing them as we speak, so I don't know how many there'll be. I don't know if she's going to keep going until there's some sort of resolution. I have no idea. But it's real life, so is there ever a resolution? I don't know. No, no. Did you, did you happen to catch the Fred and Rosemary West documentary thing that was on? No. No, you should have done that. It's cool. Very cool. It was it was a bit disturbing. And I've got to say, I was absolutely like, they did some horrendous things. It was unbelievable what they did. Uh, but they're definitely worth a watch if you didn't catch it. But for me, my recommendation would have to be, uh, how did this get made? Oh, that's a good yeah. one too. It is because it's only good it. though when you watch the thing they're talking no, about. Oh, you know what? I used to think yeah. that, but I actually enjoy it. Yeah, it, it makes no difference. I think I, I have a great appreciation when I've seen it. Yeah. Oh, that's I definitely true. It. But I've found that I can also enjoy it. Because, because the, the, I mean, the one guy's got a fantastic voice on that show, and he goes, "What were they thinking? What were they thinking? You <laughs> know, where was the 
Yeah, it's it's. But yeah, so that's that's well worth. And uh, obviously the gamesman, because you haven't got that down as one of your your sort oh, of video game podcast. And all, but by the oh, way, games. about Gary Lever, did you hear what happened to Gary? Yes, I was I was sat there thinking, oh my god! If you... Unfortunately, yeah. Gary uh, had some ill health, and his heart stopped for about. Six, he kind of uh, died for six, six minutes, minutes, didn't he? Oh. Um, he, he I, I think he's got you know respiratory, you know, breathing problems. He's got I, asthma. I know he's got some sort of health issues. He doesn't talk about it too much, obviously. But you know, we wish him all the best. I did listen to that we show, do. and I just never sort of did anything about it because I knew there was another show. Like I, you know, I knew there was another episode, and he was talking about it quite openly, and he said that he's fine now. So I didn't feel like the need to sort of bombard him and wish him well. But like, I, you know, I just I was so shocked. And I was like, oh, my God, Gary. And, you know, he listens to this show. So, you know, you obviously don't think about things like that when you we're all talking video games. But I, I hope, you know, like that he's, he's all good now. So, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah Gary. Like wishes, dude. Oh, my God. I can't believe it. Yeah. Yeah, it was crazy. It was interesting, though. I've got to say, it was really interesting. You know, he was, he was very that. nice about it. You know, he was. You know, he says yeah. at least he got some Vita time, I think, or you know, he said something along those lines. Uh, you know, he, he had a good sense of humour about it. I think, to be honest, that's pretty much the way I respond to things. Anything like that, he's, he's you know, humour's probably the best way out. Because, but it was uh, quite funny because he was like, there was no light to go into anywhere. He said the first light <laughs> I saw was in the back of the ambulance. Yeah, <laughs> you know, which uh, which sticks with my theory. What happens? The same yep. thing. What there were no lot. What happens when you die? The same thing before you were born. So okay. So yeah, but Gary, we 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 we're glad you're better. Uh, and uh, yeah, and, and stay that way, please, because we uh, we like your show. You know, we, we you know we, we want you to keep doing those shows. No other reason. Not you know nothing else but the show. No, nothing. Okay. Uh, yeah. So your recommendation was the gamesman and. Uh, the gamesman and how did this get made? This get made. So I hope that answers. The which, which incidentally, James Bond this yeah. week. They did the first James Bond you film. You should like that. Oh, Doctor No. No. Was, uh... Oh, the now the if series. you were to do what? the series. No, just one of them. No. View to a Kill was it? Just one of them. Yeah, View to a Kill. Oh, no, if I was Grace suggest... Jones, the one with Grace Jones. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> If I was going to suggest one, it would be on Her Majesty's, uh, on Her Majesty's Secret Service. Her Majesty's Secret crap. Service wasn't a terrible Bond film. I, I, I will reject that. No. Mm, it I wasn't guess. a great and it, has, it wasn't a great... George Lazenby only did one. And the reason why he only did one wasn't because he wasn't a good Bond. He fell out with the director, Peter Hunt, at the time. Right? So... They they had a massive argument and they asked for Sean Connery back. I I might know a little bit about James Bond as well as space people. You, you know, can can I also tell you something as well? A little known fact, but uh, my wife has something in common with George Lazenby. Oh, what's that? They both worked for her maiden. No, her maiden name is Lazenby. Oh, there you go. There you go. That's pretty lame. I also have something in common with George Lazenby. Kind of a good name. It's interesting. I, I am the same species as George Lazenby. <laughs> okay. Wow. I had no idea. Wow. Amazing. If I was to pick a James Bond film that was bad, I would pick um, Thunderball, in the, which was the follow-up to Goldfinger, which is one of the best James I Bond think they films. mentioned that as one of the other worst ones. It is, it is a terrible... I haven't listened to it. I haven't listened to it. 
I, I, I know this is goes against very popular, you know, people sort of hate when I say this, but I don't rate Moonraker either. I didn't really like it at all. Yeah, I always found that. They, they also mentioned that that's one of the ones that's not as great. Oh right, there you go. Uh, yeah, but you know, some of the best Bond films are. What's your favorite? Gold, film? What's your favorite? Goldfinger, Goldeneye. I think Goldeneye is always going to be my favorite because it was my first. Um, I, I, and it was, you know, the best, you know, video game. One of the best video games nope. of all time. Nope. Uh, nope. Not the best Bond video game. It's okay. All right, we'll we'll stop, stop, stop <laughs> there. We'll stop there. Uh, Casino we'll Royale. I'm just thinking about classic ones. I do love uh, Live and Let Die. I think that's a fantastic one. I love Live and Let Die. That's one it's, of my favorites. It's a great Bond film. I used to love all the voodoo stuff in that film. Yeah. I just thought it was so cool. Um, and, and the man with the golden gun was my favorite because it was so cool. The man with the golden gun is Christopher it's Lee. It's you know, it's Christopher Lee. It's Lulu does the music. Uh, it's a fantastic uh, Bond film and a great ending to that to that Bond film. So I really like the ending to coolest, the coolest villain hideout ever. It was the coolest villain I did. I did like You Only Live Twice as well. I thought that was a good one. I did think that was a good it's one. It's been a good one. I, I need to get Millie on the uh, on the Bond film. She hasn't really seen very many, only very recent ones. I think we need to get some classic Bond films on. Uh, incidentally... Go on, sorry. Incidentally, I was going to say, we, we have carried on the tradition of educating Millie in classic films this week. Uh-huh. Educating uh-huh. Millie in classic films this week. Uh-huh. Also, my wife, because she had she had also not seen this film, unbelievably, um, which was Planes, Trains, and oh, Automobiles. That's beautiful. Wow. I was so um, blown away by that when the first time I saw it, and I was like, what, thirteen or so? So I mean, that was a good age for me to see it, and I didn't see it coming yeah. at all. I showed the Duchess at one point, and she's like, "Oh, this is what's going to happen." I was like, "Ah, damn it!" Do you know what's a very movie, best thing? okay? Do you know what the very best thing about that what's film that? is? Is that there is that incredible, incredible amount of swearing in a thirty-second segment. Oh yeah, of the film. Oh yeah, it's the only swearing in the whole Steve, film. Steve Martin is an like. amazing actor. Like not just comedic, but like he's a good actor. I love Steve Martin. I I, I was watching you know. an SNL sketch the other day. I don't really rate many SNL sketches. I don't know how you feel about SNL. I like Duke, SNL. but I think. I, th- I think most of it is very distracting because you can tell it they're reading. And I know what they're reading because it's a live show and all that stuff. I get that, yeah, but, no, but it that's, pisses that's, me off. That's a fair criticism. But, but like the, um, but one of my favorite sketches I've ever seen for a long, long time now is the Californians. And they go, oh, hey, yeah. And, and Steve Martin pops up yeah. in it. And I was very impressed. Oh, yeah. Um, but there you go. Uh, Fletch in the chat says, Die Another Day is one of the worst Bond films. That's the one with Madonna in. And um, the, 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 when he jumps off a cliff and he surfs on a piece of fucking metal. It is ridiculous and it was the last Pierce Brosnan. It's a shame because Pierce Brosnan was a very good Bond but that was a terrible, terrible movie. Terrible movie. Terrible movie. Uh, anyway, there is more to this email we were reading at the time. Sorry, go. <laughs> there is more. He said, anyway, I picked up the original Xbox 360 versions of Red Dead Redemption and Street Fighter uh, 4. Let's get ready to rumble! Uh, the local Oxfam shop yesterday, both for only one ninety nine each and in perfect condition. So along with Portal 2 and Sleeping Dogs, I think I've got my Christmas holiday games all there sorted. Well, I'll tell you what, he's got some classics there, hasn't yeah. he? He's got some good stuff to go through there. 
bloody good. If he's never played Red Dead Redemption before, he is in for a treat. Yes, I will is. say this though, he he's very behind in his backlog. <laughs> he's like, he is, if that's what true. If, that, if he hasn't played these games, and Portal Two, oh my god, he's got two of the best games See, ever when made. You're in slower his than me. That's a problem. That is that is something else. <laughs> yeah. That is something else. Uh, so yeah, you'll be you'll be having some fun with those. He said. Anyway, one other question: uh, Will there be any chance uh, to your shows over Christmas and New Year, um, or any change? Sorry, will there be any change to your shows? No, we've just discussed this earlier. We're yeah, going to be releasing you know, live on the Sundays as normal. Uh, but he says, or oh, will Duke be will Duke be able to podcast from his mother's home in Florida using their Wi-Fi? Oh. Nope, not allowed. Apparently, ain't no podcasting happening happen. at my mom's house. He said, perhaps you could get Duke's mother-in-law on the, uh, mother-in-law, actual mother on the show with embarrassing stories from his childhood and those difficult early teenage nah, years. We're not going to be doing that. Let's put a like a stop to that. I said, ah, that's it, just done now. Anyway, I'm sure I'll speak uh, for at least six or seven of the listeners when I say, may the veteran gamers show long continue. Uh, best wishes to one and all. I hope it's more than six or seven, if I'm being really honest. No, just six. It might be six. Uh, so there you go. Thank you for that. It's very kind of you. Very kind. Uh, and the final one is, of course, from our regular emailer of the week, every week, Jason Holler. Hello. We go into the, the, the abyss, the, uh, the, the event horizon <laughs> that is Jason Gallagher's email. Um, just to clarify, on the next week, which is the, the 21st, of December for us. We will be podcasting as normal, but we'll be podcasting a little bit earlier, seven o'clock. Is that the one that you right. can't make, Duke? Is that the one? Or is no. the what is it the is yeah. it the twenty eighth? It's the week after it's the quiz the Christmas show, is it? Uh, the so, yeah, the Christmas show on the twenty eighth will be, you know, everybody will be fat from like food and the, yeah. everybody will be t- returning all their, you know, their crap presents uh, and all that stuff and we'll be here Probably seven or nine. We'll we'll let you know next week, uh, but we'll be just chilling, won't we? You know, what I mean, yeah, we're just going to talk shit. We're gonna we're just going to talk. I mean, from, from the not from the usual very professional show that we do. We're going to just talk crap. Wait, that's next week. We're doing that. <laughs> no, we. Oh, we I'm can't. not here for the Christmas show then. No, we no. know, we know. You're yeah. Man, I love talking about nothing. Exactly. Anyway, but Jason you will be there, though, Duke. You uh, will be there. In very spirit. Yeah, you've got to send us some some stuff. Remember, yeah. don't forget. Don't forget. Uh, anyway, he says Vlados, broken disc trays, tiny hard drives, Forrest Gum's dong, and a deep hunger for smelly pellets. <laughs> he says. Uh, plugged in the 360 to finish the Walking Dead season two, but when I heard the 360 boot Sorry, up, sometimes Jason Gallagher doesn't make sense. I don't know. I think it's a cool Did you say sometimes? Sometimes. I wonder if he's really committed to actually being like, you know, sense. But anyway, when he heard the 360 boot up, he could hear Glad- uh, Glados or Vlados uh, calling his name, and so he decided to check out what's on the indie marketplace. Yeah. So here are a few titles you've been missing out on. First of all, we've got uh, Massive Cleavage versus Zombies, and priced at a low two ninety nine. What? Also, uh, Flappy Monkey. Good to know the the Indies are still shit. (laughs) Look, you see, he's talking sense, man. He's talking sense. He's talking sense. I still can't believe Stu got rid of his 360. I've had some great games on that hard drive. Dark Souls, Bayonetta, Red Dead Redemption, L.A. Noir. Well, that's debatable. Uh, Ah, Anytime I want to get back into those worlds, I just boot them up. So... 
I need your advice, guys. Oh, this is serious. It's actually a sensible question, this, believe it or not. Sensible. It says, I know. Yeah, you can be the judge of this. Over the Thanksgiving with the in-laws and the toddlers in my house whilst I was at work, I felt nervous for the PS4 and with good reason. I came home to a failed disk drive, so I guess Toy Story should not be shoved in the drive whilst there is still a game already inserted. Anyway, my warranty is good for three years, but somehow I managed to fix the problem myself for now. But here is the question. I don't have the original receipt for the PS4. After receiving an email receipt from purchasing the extended warranty last week, the email stated I cannot use the extended warranty without my PS4 original purchase receipt from a year ago. I called a rep and he assured me I needed the original PS4 receipt if I ever needed to use the warranty. The next day, I called a different rep and he stated I wouldn't need the receipt if I ever had a problem in the future because my console is already in the system. Should I get my warranty purchase funds back or trust the second rep? I will never find the original receipt on the PS4. I wish the original hard drive were bigger. Then I wouldn't care so much about Tom Hanks Woody being stuck in my drive. So... What should he do? Yeah. What should he do? So basically he's saying he got the extended warranty. He's purchased the extended warranty after his potential mishap. But then they've told him, unless he has the original receipt from his PS4, he can't use it. Then someone else told him if he didn't have it, it didn't matter. Well, bring it so in. Should he See trust? what happens. What's the worst that can happen? They'll trust? tell you to piss off. Rep 1 or Rep 2? No. Yeah, see, that's not good advice, though, is it? I wasn't helping. Why not? I think it's good advice. What they got to do? No, no, it isn't. Here's what you need to the do. Worst they, right. The worst they're gonna say is no. No, no, he's got it fixed. He fixed it himself, but he's he's bought extended warranty since then to cover it in case anything else stupid happens to yeah. it. Yeah. So what's the question? Uh. But when he spoke to a rep, they said unless he had his original receipt, he couldn't use it anyway. And then the other rep said, no, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Now, this is what he should do. Right? Here's some sensible advice. Right? I'll give you what you need to do. You need to phone again. That's right? Me. And if you, get, if you get a rep who says, yes, you can use it without the receipt, get him to send it you in an email in writing to yeah, say that that's, that's all right. That's a good idea. I agree. There you go. And then you've got some proof. I don't agree with that. I demand that you walk in there. <laughs> right? Throw you, it down. You say some swear words. You. Throw it on the table. Go, go directly to the person that probably doesn't deserve any verbal abuse because they're just trying to make a living and go, fuck you, I hope you fucking die, get me my console now. That is the best way to do it. And, and if, if they refuse to do it at that point, you climb over the counter and hit them on the head with the PS4 Beat until they're dead. Beat them up. <laughs> with the PS4. I think and that then is the you can most say sensible way. And then if you don't get anywhere then, just shout loudly and leave. That's it. That's it. Um, anyway, he goes, okay, bosom buddies, here it is. Uh, the question of the week. How hungry would you have to be to eat the shit out of a raccoon? All right, thanks, okay, right, we're, done. we're finished. Bye. Thanks, Jason. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <Listen to> everybody. <laughs> yeah, I don't think that I'd ever be hungry enough to do that, no. really. But I don't think it'd be good for you anyway. It'd probably just make you shit more. I would, probably eat, make you... I would, I would probably eat the raccoon first. Yeah, I'd, I'd agree with you. I'd catch the raccoon. Yeah, and eat that. Eat the raccoon, not the raccoon shit, yeah. because the raccoon shit would probably make you ill. Yes. And probably not help your situation at all. Would no. In fact, probably accelerate your I death. I would probably just go to McDonald's. 
Yeah, I would do that. KFC. McDonald's. KFC job. Uh, well, that's all. If you got a KFC, it probably is raccoon anyway. It probably is. Uh, so that's all the emails for this week. So thank you ever so much Thanks for everybody. Emails. And keep them coming because we like the emails. And um, yeah, send us some send us some speak pipes. We haven't had those for a while. Get us a speak pipe sent. That'd be cool. That'd be cool. In fact, I'm going to call out Seth McNitt to send us one. Why? Oh, you're doing Seeing a call it. out on these call outs. Is that what you're doing? Well, he called me out to do one so he can return the favour, can't he? Let's get well, he him to send well, one. He there. called you out a while ago, didn't he? Yeah, it was a while ago, yeah. And I did it. I, I followed through. I did, right. it. I did it. Touching, <laughs> touching cloth. Yeah. All right, okay. I, was, I couldn't hold it in. <laughs> oh, dear. Oh, dear. So, yeah, so, yeah, get us, get us some scent. Get us some scent. But we have got uh, some new iTunes reviews, which I kind of knew because I should have done these ages ago and didn't. So let's do those. Oh, my goodness. I haven't played this. Song I, know, I know. Do you know what the jingle is yo, anymore? Yo, 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 yo. You want them? I, I, I choose to fuse. So we have one in the UK and one in America. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah. Here's the one from the United States of America. Great show, five stars by Soul Brother Number One, November nineteenth, two thousand fourteen. Love the show, Chinny, my man. Keep up the jokes. End of review. There you go. <laughs> there you go. The <laughs> fact that he mentioned me singled me out. That's right. That's singled you. That's a great review. It is. It is. And unbelievably, in the UK review, Chinny is also mentioned. <laughs> Ha! He's awesome. Ha! I'll, I'll uh, better keep my mouth uh, I don't know what they've said yet. And he says this. Anyway, it's from James BJ. <laughs> BJ. And he says, a must for any game at five stars. He said, this is the best gaming podcast on iTunes. It's very, very funny and never dull, even if story time can go off topic. <laughs> there you go. Uh, Chinny can usually bring it back on track. Been listening for ages and always look forward to Fridays as it makes the last day of work very enjoyable. Everyone, please give it a try. Keep up the good work, guys. Much love. James AH13. Whoa. Uh, she will love this review as you haven't had one since March. Actually, it's June was the last one we had. Uh, the 4th of June. So there you go. But thank you, James, anyway. That's so cool to send us a review. And if you're listening to the show and you've not given us a review, why don't you just go and do one? Do it now. Go on apparently, iTunes right now. I have no idea if this is true, but apparently it helps us in some way. I don't know. It does, apparently. But if you, apparently really, if you want to help us, then leave us a review. If you want to help other people, don't, because they'll find it. And if you don't, look, if you, don't want, if you want to help us, but you don't want to leave a review, you can send me £100. If you don't want to a review, it don't matter. Like, nothing's going to change doesn't matter just send us money instead send us a hundred quid there you go be cool i said it to him the studio's all right he's gonna buy a fucking yeah, just send me a hundred quid it's fine it's fine panoramic view and that which would enable us to buy more games and then we could increase the enjoyment of your listening time there you yeah. go no don't really send us any money that was a joke i wasn't really mean don't don't send money send um money. Yeah. so let's do some shout outs and get the hell out of oh it's time for a shout out hey so, Duke, over to you. Okay, my shout-outs are as follows. Here, wait, I need to go home first. It's your home. You do good for your home? 
Um, I will shout out Bongo, Bongo the Sane. Yeah, he knows who he is. Uh, Here, does. Because he watched Barton Fink recently, and he was like, "Hey, Duke, I heard you made some stuff about Barton Fink." I'm like, "Yeah, I did. You better recognize." So hopefully the stuff I made about Barton Fink will be helpful for him. I will also shout out John Wilson because it was his birthday recently. So hooray. Happy birthday, Happy birthday to you. Yeah, you and that's it. That's my shout outs. That's it. Chinny. I'm going to shout out the people yeah. in the Twitch chat. Uh, Tunisia One, Smizzle, Fletch, Sean, Tuscan, Master Zulu was in here, Adamsk. Uh, Epic Scotsman, uh, Rangers was in here, uh, uh, Veteran Gamers, whoever those pricks are, Stu Leckie was in here, all those people, if I missed you out, I'm sorry, but whatever, deal with it. Um, I'll also shout out uh, a guy at the car boot uh, this today, uh, that was probably called Dave, because let's face it, everybody at a car boot is called Dave, and he, he was having pre- yeah, pretty good conversations with me about GameCube games. He was he Ooh. bought most of my GameCube games, right? and he, he was loving it. He says, yeah, I only play the GameCube, really. I was like, well, you're the perfect guy. Um, Cut up, roll yeah. up, roll up. What up? Get all these I, I kept, on, I, I kept on saying things that didn't make sense. You know, there were some pro sellers at this car boot. You know, did you put him in a did you put him in an Asda carrier bag for him? Because you always take carrier bags, don't you, with you? Come on, mate. It was it was it was Tesco. You know, I, I don't I don't. Sorry, man. So sorry. I'm dealing hops. Um, oh yeah. Yeah, you know, and he he was saying, yeah, you know, and he he knew his he knew his GameCube games. I'll give him that. And he, he said he does have an Xbox One. And he's bought he bought the new Assassin's Creed. You know, that first he prefers sort of 64 and GameCube. So good on him, Dave. I don't know what his real name was, but it was probably Dave. It's probably Dave. Probably Dave. Um, well, I'd I'd first of all like to shout out Reese uh, because he is truly epic. What a what, what a, I say, what a guy. He's not Scottish. He's not Scottish, but he is epic. But he is epic. Uh, yeah, for giving me a copy of Star Citizen, which was a so kind of him. I've got to say, I was very impressed. And uh, yeah, so thank you to him. Uh, thank you to Gezza42 again for giving me uh, what is another great game on the iOS. So thank you ever so much for that. Uh, thank you to all the listeners who listen in every week live and also the people who, uh, you know, generally listen on, on the iTunes or the Android or whatever platform they're listening wherever on right you're listening, now. Wherever you're listening. Uh, out of interest, how do, you, how do you guys listen to podcasts? So I've never asked you this question. iPod, <laughs> while I'm washing dishes or using what app? Uh, I use the one that I recommended to you. No, I use the uh, Vingy app. What's it, it called now? It's Instacast. Instacast. I use Instacast. Uh, I use Instacast. Which is rather great, actually. It is a pretty good app. And he updates it pretty regular. Yeah, it, it works well. It's a good working app. So we like it. We like Instacast. So, yes, always using that. This uh, brought to you by Instacast. 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 And you, you know, actually, it's pretty Podcasts pretty have adverts... I just some do. some do we don't. I listen to Star Talk a lot, and they have a lot of adverts on Star Talk. Ah. There so. you go. Hmm. The only thing we call is uh, the snot burglar. Don't you hate it when you get snot on everything? Get the oh, snot burglar, oh. and you never have to worry about it again. Hold on, I'm just sneezing uh, too much. Maybe I need something to stop it. Snot burglar. 
Use coupon code Veteran Gamers UK podcast extra coupon, all one word, and uh, you'll get seventy percent off your first snot. Yeah. <laughs> you also, if you do that, you get a free bang of snot. Complimentary. Oh, sweet. Oh, you do. I my my favorite non-advert or, or Mickey take advert was Claggon. Uh, and basically, it was an upside-down bicycle with a brush on the rear wheel, uh-huh. uh, which you put up the crack of your bottom to get rid of those. Okay, uh, thanks tag- for listening, everybody. Have a good night. Claggon. <laughs> there you go. Sponsored by Claggon. Yes. Um, <laughs> yeah. uh, so that's it for my shout outs anyway so thanks to, again like I say to everybody who listens and supports the show every week and just to say there is going to be a if you if you tune into the Christmas show live or, or when you record it and listen to it recorded uh, we're going to have a, a special announcement on that show hopefully Ooh. some yeah. news some big news big news it's, so it's there you go There's a, it's not that big it is quite big no, really. it's really not it's big ish it's biggish. I think Stu's making this out to be a lot bigger than it's going to be. Oh, I don't know. I think it's going to be cool. I think it's cool. I don't think you should play it down. Don't play it down. You got to play it up, man. You got to make it like you know. Thanks play it for up. listening, right. buddy. Yeah, let's thanks for listening, everybody. It's going to be the best thing ever. Best thing ever. Boy, I really hope somebody got fired for that blunder. There you go. Smizzle Uke said good night. Fellas, another great show. So good night, Smizzle. I think he might have thank already you, gone James. there. Yeah, gone. Yes, thank you, James. It was very kind of you to say so. So kind. So very kind. Very kind. Very kind. Very kind. Yeah. Very kind. Very kind. Ooh, Tuscan says, what could the big news be? Well, you'll have to wait and see. Yeah, I'll have to wait and see. She's leaving the show. Nah. Don't oh, you fish. That'd be, yeah, that'd be good news for some people. They think it'd be good. That'd be going, that would yeah. be big news. It would be big news. Well, it would be big news. Big it would be big news after five years. Yeah. that always five years. Five years. Yeah. Yeah, it's only been five years. Six. Might be six, actually. No, I don't oh, know. I've lost count. Really so that is a long time. It is a long time. It is a long time. You'd think yeah. that we'd get the hang of this shit. You'd think we'd know what we were doing by now, wouldn't, wouldn't you? I wouldn't think that, because we obviously don't. We have no idea. Not a clue. I got to be so negative. What the hell are you going to do? It's just not working. Cool. Mm. All right, well, next week as usual, then, boyos. Yeah. Um, apart from it's 7 o'clock, isn't it, next week? It is yeah. 7 o'clock next week, yes. Unfortunately, I am working the following day. I've got a busy day. That- busy, busy, busy. Christmas it. parties and all that shit. Yeah, right right now. I might, no, it's just started raining, actually. That's good timing. I guess end of the just, show and all. Just said the podcast is going twice weekly. Good Lord, Why no. We haven't got time for all Are you maniacs? Are you maniac? We sometimes do two in a week, though. We do an interview or something else. Yeah, but that's yeah. not... So it does happen occasionally. Occasionally. But no, it isn't. Christ almighty. It's hard enough doing it once a week, let alone twice. Jesus Christ. So, you know, have you bought any... Stamps this week, and but no, not bought any stamps. I haven't bought any stamps. No. Like if we did this twice, it week. would. 
It would. It would. Once it's a week good. is. How, how's the drive to work these days? Is it is it good? Sometimes I like to go the other way, but I got a few side roads I like to take. Shut the fuck up. You ever hear that? Chris Rock talking about married people. Talking about. <laughs> <laughs> actually, actually, shall we just tell them it is actually? No, here we go. I'll tell you what it's going to be. I'll give it. I'll give it away now. I'm going to give it away. Are you ready? We're going to be doing. The veteran gamers film podcast as well as the the video oh. game one. <laughs> Can you imagine? Uh, so hang on a yeah. second. Find- no, we're not doing that's that's a lie, by the way. That's not true. So yes, don't don't mean that's true. It is They're a about lie. To you, you need to watch Interstellar. No. I know. Yeah. I'm, I'm, well, we're going to go and watch The Hobbit. Some Mark The Hobbit. Get lost, man. The Hobbit for you. They kill the dragon. Look, I've read the book. I know what happened. I haven't read the book, and I still know what happens. There you go. There you go. But it'll still be good. It'll be epic, man. It's going to be epic. No, uh, no. To be fair, we have watched the the Hobbit every every year. This, you know. Yeah, we do that. We do that. But okay, we we've got to go because we we have a tradition that we always go and watch a film on uh, Christmas Eve. Yeah, I do. Yeah, uh, yeah. I remember you saying that before. It's a tradition. Uh, so this year, Kay has chosen uh, the Penguins of Madagascar. It's a stellar man. Like, yeah, like my wife's going to go and watch a sci-fi film. I don't know. Ta- Tara Croy twice. Yeah, did she? Mm. Tara Croy twice. Twice. Yeah. Once when I said uh, to Stella, and once when I said that I'm she's paying. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Epic Scotsman says, "Is it is it going to become a four person show?" Nope. Now that you, three you, is the magic number. If you include uh, shoes, ego. Uh, All right. Here's yeah. the uh, Chris Rock bit about married people. Because once you get married, you got to hang around other married people. And that's just disgusting. <laughs> you ever go to dinner with six neutered adults? <laughs> A bunch of women talking about diaper genies and hair coloring? You know, if you leave it in too long, it stings. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> A bunch of men talking about barbecue grills and routes to work. You know, sometimes I take the highway, but if it's backed up, I got some side streets I like to take. They get me there and half the time. Yeah, you should take it out. I-95 is clear sometimes. Shut the fuck up. Wait a minute. I hate married people. It's fucking disgusting. If you go to eat dinner with single people, single people Hang on a second. Wait, wait, wait. Hey, hey, hey. Stop talking to the cook. Who is in the... T- Hurry up! We got a lot of nothing. Oh, I hate married. Hang on a second, man. And fellas, once you get married, you become your wife's pet. Uh, I can't remember where it is. Anyway, at one point. <laughs> <laughs> wait a minute! Wait, wait! In a minute! At one point, uh, that's why whenever I go hang out with married people, I like to bring along one crackhead with me. <laughs> Come on, tell us some of your cracky tales. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's like the thingy show um the guys who who did chasing amy or whatever it is kevin smith? silent bob oh yeah yeah it's like kevin smith and silent bob they did a podcast and that's literally what their podcast was yeah. because one of them was obviously an ex-drug addict and he used to just talk about like trying to score drugs and it was just the craziest stories you've ever heard yes. what 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 uh what live show is that what what tour is that uh never scared 
Uh, yeah, I haven't seen that one. It's good. I haven't seen that one. He gets deep on some economic yeah. stuff. Ah. Well, I'm on the holiday for a week this week, so I'm going to try and get some serious gaming in. I'm going to try and get uh, Dragon Age. Serious gaming. When, when, uh, when do you break up? When does Duke break up? I don't know. When do you break up? Yet. He doesn't even know, does he? He's like, well, I've, I've got a full... I've got, I've got a, and we're on a plane the next day, so... Yeah. Oh, yeah, I remember, yeah. Um, we... we um, We've got a full week next week, but like, I break up on the on the nineteenth. But to be honest, next week is going to be, it's going to be an easy full week. up. No, it's going oh, to be. Not going it's going to be. Well, there's there's going to be a, there's about two or three big sort of things that I need to do. But compared to a normal week, that's that's not too bad. So, yeah. so when when have you got work until then? When have you got work till? Well, whenever the fuck I want. I mean, no, in general, I mean, in general, how much work have you got on? When have you get? When do you, you know, when you booked up until then? Well, you know, what have you got on? The last, probably summer. There's like, you know, there's projects up to about summer. Yeah, so you're doing all. Right. He does all right. He does all right. There's there's things so, going on. There's things, right. you know, but like there's there's always more. There's a lot of projects coming. Like, in, can you do it next week? You know what I mean? There's a lot of that goes on as well. So, you know. Yep. Yep. Keeping, making keep videos and things. Well, you've got to do that if you're going to get a deposit for a house these days. You know, it's I not know. cheap. Shit. Next, next year, after are we looking about March? After March, we're going to get a new house. Get yourself a house and that jive. A, a proper mortgage. Yeah, uh, somewhere for me to crash Euro gamers on or EGXs yeah. is now no. Yeah. yeah. So you better get yourself sorted out, man. I will. I will. Jesus. Right. Are we? Are we done? done. I think we're done. Thanks, everybody. Thanks, everybody, for listening, as always. See you later, peeps. See you later.